Space. Humanity's last horizon. These are the records and expeditions of the Federation starship Lovelace. Assigned an ongoing galactic charter, the intrepid crew of the Lovelace explores the excitement of strange new worlds, encounters new life forms and new civilizations, and ultimately seeks to boldly go where no one has gone before. Hello everyone, and welcome to Fable Scraps' Star Trek Adventures, Loveless. My name is Nicotine, I'll be the DM for today, and I want to begin by saying thank you to all of our uh, <laughs> wonderful subscribers, those of you who have gifted subs, and uh, Salixen for <laughs> tipping $20. <laughs> thank you very much. Uh, the crew has been awarded their momentum. Uh, speaking of which, uh, if you're uh, listening to this show on podcasting apps or Spotify or Stitcher, know that we record this show live in front of a Twitch audience every Tuesday at 3 p.m. Pacific. Uh, our live audience has the ability to affect the show in meaningful ways, like the clever deployment of, uh, of funds in exchange for momentum and threat. Uh, threat points are points that um, can be used by the DM to create complications or uh, interesting um, setbacks for the crew. Momentum is a, is a pool of points the crew may use to uh, re-roll or to learn information. Um, they're very helpful uh, for the team here today. Thank you very much for the subscribers. Um, I'd like to uh, go through and introduce everybody. Let's go ahead and start with uh, Captain Lockstead, Fist of the Walrus, if Locks, if uh, Fist... <laughs> Lockstead sounds good. Uh, can I get some ones in chat? How you doing, Fist? Hello. How's it going? Uh, my name is Fist of the Walrus. Uh, I'm a roleplay streamer here on Twitch, primarily uh, on Red Dead now at the moment. And uh, every once in a while, I hop on GTA. I recently finished doing a uh, Christmas movie with one of my characters, uh, and it was pretty fun. Enovan uh, was a big part of that. Uh, robot <laughs> Retail was awesome. the biggest sponsor of it. But yeah. Super cool. And where can people find your content? You find me over on uh, Twitch, YouTube, and Twitter at Fist of the Walrus. Wonderful. Thank you, Fist. Next up is Lock the Raven. Hi, everybody. I'm Lock the Raven. I'm a variety streamer on Twitch. I also get into roleplay, and I'm on the other Fable Scrap show, Doom Lore. That happens every... Oh, I forgot what day. Now I'm sad. God. Well, anyway. Friday. Friday. There, there you go. Friday. Thank you. Friday. <laughs> it's hard to brain people. Anyway, you can find me on Twitch or Twitter at Lock the Raven, spelled like it sounds. Perfect. Thank you very much, Lock. Next up is Aaron Black. 
<clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, hi, my name is Aaron Black. I am an author that recently wrote a book, uh, which is a cyberpunk detective mystery. And uh, much like the game, it is also riddled with bugs. If you want to know more about that, you can go over to uh, the uh, my Twitter, which is at uh, Aaron B. Writes. Uh, fantastic. Thank you very much, Aaron. Next up is Anavan. Hello there. I'm Anavan, a streamer here on Twitch. Typically, I stream GTA RP as well as some VR games and variety games on the side as well. Wonderful. And where can people find your content? People can find my content over at twitch.tv slash Enevan, spelled E-N-E-V-U-N. Wonderful. Thank you very much, um, crew. Um, all right. And thank you, chat, for the, uh, <clears throat> for the, uh, updates. All right. I think we're ready to get in to the show today. Um, the crew of the USS Loveless has uh, been underway for a very important cataloging mission. <clears throat> of uh, many responsibilities set forth by Starfleet, monitoring pre-warp civilizations remains a, uh, a priority. It's important to know when a civilization is about to reach a level of technology that could allow them to become players on the intergalactic stage. Starfleet, therefore, has a vested interest in making sure that civilizations which are considered pre-warp are not interfered with in any way, but monitored so that when the time comes, the Federation can be ready. It is this prime directive that has uh, that has guided your mission today, Captain Lockstead. Where are you? Are you on the bridge in your ready room? I'll be in my uh, ready room, just my routine as usual. Nice okay. cup of tea, and just thinking about uh, with the mission at hand. Good. Um, the ship is um, about 20 minutes away from a uh, star system called Inara Prime. Um, it is a, uh, a star system that is um, uh, sort of a footnote in Starfleet's records. Not a whole lot is known about it, and that's one of the big reasons you're sent here. It does contain life, and a civilization has been recorded as being pre-warp there. You are going to confirm that. And our prime is situated near the neutral zone, so everyone is a little on edge. Although you are still technically safe in Federation space, intrusions are not uncommon. Commander Herrick, head of security aboard the USS Loveless, where are you? Well, much as it is Herrick's routine, he is uh, sitting in security, going over reports, filling out duty rosters, maybe even promoting a few people. Business as usual. Business as usual. 
your security office is all cleaned up since the last incident with uh, the unidentified life forms. As if those people never exploded. Wonderful. Lieutenant Commander Belmont, the chief engineer, where are you? Uh, <clears throat> well, I was in the middle of taking a, a sonic shower when it uh, broke, so now I'm, I'm in the area trying to fix it. See a need, fill a need. Absolutely. Or is it in your quarters, or is it in a... Oh, no, no, it's in my quarters. I was in the process of taking a sonic shower when it just stopped, so didn't put on any clothes, just grabbed my tool set, which I had right there, and just started taking it apart. So that's where I am. How confident are you that you can fix the shower? Uh, fairly confident. Uh, I don't think I've messed with these systems personally too much. I do know about them as a chief engineer, uh, but I usually have someone else dispatched to do it. But I was in the area, so why not? Business as usual Just... aboard the board the Loveless. <laughs> Naked engineering. <laughs> Lieutenant Ram, the artificial crewman. Where are you right now? 20 minutes until you get to the destination. Where are you at the helm? Yeah, Ram would be at the helm just ensuring that everything is going as smoothly as possible. There are not going to be any sort of collisions or anything upon entry. Wonderful. Lieutenant Ram possesses the ability to communicate directly to the ship via a data cable. Are you connected to the ship now? Um, yeah, he'd be connected just to make sure everything's going smoothly. Sure. Are you communicating at all with the ship? A computer, how long until we get to our destination? Calculating. Destination arrival in 15 minutes. Well, not bad, not bad. Uh, everything else all right? Shields optimal? You know, and no engine problems or anything? Running system smooth? wide scan. All systems nominal, I think. Good enough for me. Thank you, computer. The computer casually failing the Turing test and Ram not noticing. <laughs> it's fine. A, uh, a small uh, light blinks up on your desk, uh, Captain Lockstead, letting you know that uh, time of arrival is nearly there. Excellent. I'll uh, send a uh, message to all bridge crew to uh, have them report back before uh, we reach our destination. Sure. You want to send that? Attention bridge crew, the Lovelace. We are nearing Enora Prime. Please return to the bridge immediately. Acknowledged, Captain. All right. Well, um... You, uh... All make your way to the bridge. And... The, um... The... The sense that that uh of like impending doom from this romulan possible romulan incursion uh is momentarily forgotten as the ship 
abruptly um, exits warp. And for a very brief moment, you're all sort of struck by an immense sun. It is scientifically dimmer than Sol, than the Earth sun, but it is a different hue, a red hue. This is a system with a older star, an ancient system. It is not unusual for you to find systems like this, but something stands out to you about this system in particular. Maybe it's how long you've been out on this mission. Maybe it's being struck by this magnificent sight after so long of uh, worry and strife, but every single one of you is uh, struck by it momentarily. What are your next courses of action, crew? That is beautiful. All right, we should conduct a scan of the area. Our mission today is to confirm if there are any uh, pre-warp civilizations here or if any of them have made it past that point. We should start by scanning the nearby habitable planets and seeing what we can find. Right away, Captain. Sure. Who would like to conduct that scan? I'll give Param- a Paramus. I'll give a bonus to uh, Commander Herrick for a tactical scan, or Lieutenant Commander Belmont for a uh, um, technical scan. But I have no bonus. No, you're driving the ship. You have to drive them close to it, so you're going to have to do a different role. Um, if, yeah, if we're if we're looking for technologies in in general, then I would probably try and do some sort of wide sweep, looking for some type of signals or, you know, radiation levels or something coming from different planets. Sure. Uh, um. Yeah. Well, uh, go ahead and give me a roll. Let's uh, have a look at your sheet here. Um. <clears throat> All right. I'll need a um. We'll say an insight and engineering role with a complication of one. All right. Oh, I didn't hear it. <laughs> yeah, perfect. Uh, full success. Wonderful. So um, you. Commit to this long-range scan. And uh, you do detect um, very rudimentary uh, radio frequencies coming from the fourth planet in the system away from the sun. Okay. Uh, fourth planet, you said? Mm-hmm. Uh, Captain, I am getting some uh, radio signals on a, a fairly... I wouldn't say narrow uh, wavelength, but it's it's not it, it's nothing uh, special. But I'm, it's coming from the fourth planet. Very well, we should uh, go and take a closer look. Let's, uh, Ram, could you uh, pull us close to that planet so we can do some further investigation? 
see what we're dealing with here. Probably nothing, though. Usually, these things are. Right away, Captain. Ram, that'll be a roll. Um, it'll be a control and con roll with a complication of one. What happens if I fail? <laughs> Don't fail. Get ready for the credits. <laughs> we run right into the planet full speed. <laughs> and then we detonate the core. <laughs> so it's complete uh, complication of one, task roll of one? Task roll of two. Task roll of two, yeah, okay. Task rolls will always be two. Oh, full success. Oh, that's good. We're doing very well today. Ooh, so far. Loveless. Lieutenant Ram uh, silently communicates to the ship's computer, and together they pilot the ship into a geosynchronous orbit around Einar, the fourth planet from the sun in LMS-3. The planet below you is a forest world. It is lush greens and yellows and uh, a large uh, body of water, a slightly different hue than maybe the one you're used to, slightly darker. Um, you may commence scans of this planet, if you'd like. So I proceed with the usual scans, again, looking for anything out of the ordinary, something that would uh, let us know that this is no longer a pre-warp civilization. Heracle, do a tactical scan of the planet. Sure. Uh, that'll be a roll. System, really. um, it'll be a insight and security roll. Uh, with a complication of one. Okay. Uh, partial success. That's fine. Um, <clears throat> as uh, Commander Herrick commits to this tactical scan, um, high-resolution photography is, uh, is brought up on the main viewer. You can see uh, details uh, as crystal clear as if you were right above the people down below. There are um, lots of people. This geosynchronous orbit has brought you above a, uh, a town. The town appears to be in the grips of a festival. Its purpose is unclear. And the uh, people appear to be wearing robes and living in houses made of wood. There's a, a large bonfire, and you can see what appear to be games and drinks. Um, <clears throat> I have a question, actually. Uh, can we see from... from uh, since we can get a pretty good view, can we? Do we have any images of the people themselves? What they look like? Yes, absolutely. Um, okay. They are uh, humanoid. They have a, a, a ridge down the center of their forehead. Um, they've all got um, long hair, with um, what humans would think of as like a receding hairline, but uh, it's all quite long and uh, ornate and some of them are wearing what appear to be uh, flowers in their hair. Okay. 
Captain, from uh, from the look of this race, I think we could probably duplicate the uh, the the facial ridge and the hairstyle if you want to get a an actual close look. I don't know if want to, but uh... well, to better understand what we're dealing with here, I think that would be a great idea. Let's uh. I'd say we go down and uh, learn a little more about the, the civilization. I, um, I imagine we'll have to go to Medbay for that. Absolutely. Yes, of course. <clears throat> Absolutely. Um, who's all going? I mean, it's all of you are going, but who's all going to Medbay for these for this procedure to look more like the indigenous race? I would, hundred percent. Yeah, I would definitely be going as well. Mm-hmm. Would Ram be able to? Well, Ram, we're going to get to you in a second. Mm. <laughs> oh, boy. Scooter. <laughs> Hello, yes, it's me. Eric would go. Okay. So I am one of you. <laughs> we're all going to Medbay. I'm going to need every one of you to make a roll for me. It'll be a, uh, a 1d3. It's like passable. Okay. Oh, nice. So, um, Aaron, that's a one. Um, it sure is. I'll let you re-roll it for one momentum, if you want. <laughs> Sorry about your face. I, I, uh, oh, I said one S3. How did I do that? Oh. And it still rolled? I think so. What is an S? <laughs> no idea. <laughs> Go ahead, just go ahead and re-roll it. Go ahead and re-roll it anyway. You don't you need didn't a moment. Roll it right go ahead and roll, roll one more did time. You, did you guys know that I'm a writer? Did you know that? Okay, <laughs> oh, so no. I want to keep that. <laughs> sure. I tell you what, <clears throat> I want to keep that. Okay. If that's okay. All right. Works for me. I'm sorry. I, I'm sure. Oh, shit. I did it. <laughs> Ram, um, I regret to inform you that you are uh, you have a, a one by default. It would be impossible for you to blend in amongst the crew of the USS Loveless, let alone an indigenous civilization. So the best that we can Unless. do, the best that we can do is apply uh, prosthetics to your forehead and hope. Or I could wear a mask. Um, yeah, that won't be creepy or weird. <laughs> if you would like to wear a mask, uh, I won't. I won't oppose it. Are we? Are we Was doing that? Was any of them down there wearing any, like, sort of uh, face, anything ooh, that like covers the face? Ceremonial thing. Yeah. Uh, or you yeah. just wear the face some of, of the, one of the indigenous some people. Some of the children were wearing little masks. You could have heard festival in robes, and now it's eyes wide shut for Ram. <laughs> <laughs> some of the children, some of the children were wearing masks. You, you, you know, you could, you feel like you could duplicate those masks pretty easily in a replicator. I think I'm going to take that route. Instead, I'm going to wear a mask. Okay. Wonderful. Um, and, and, and you don't have to you don't you don't have to say this, but uh, am I going to be considered hideous by them? <laughs> we'll tell them you two live under power lines. Am I a Quasimodo? <laughs> <laughs> we'll get to that. Okay. You're all in med bay, and uh, you're undergoing a surgical procedure to alter your bodies to look a little bit more uh, in line with the indigenous people. Um. For some of you, like Herrick, the procedure is uh, outstandingly successful. And you bl would blend right in amongst any of the partygoers. For some of you, like the chief engineer, Lieutenant Commander Belmont, things may be a little bit more difficult. 
<clears throat> as we um, as we finish up here, you're all standing around in med, med bay with your brand new foreheads, kind of looking at each other. <laughs> if you want to say anything to each other before anything else happens, now's the time. I think I get like a good look at uh, Belmont's, and I'm just, mmm. <laughs> How does it look, Captain? I'm not sure if it should look like that, but... I noticed I've got some I, dents in the ridges. I don't know if that's like a... Maybe that's like a genetic trait or something. I mean, this was I'm all... Sure. I, I imagine this was programmed in. Uh, your your ridge is really smooth. Herrick's ridge is... Eric has a nice ridge. I, yeah, I, that is, and the Herrick braiding. looks at Belmont's uh, procedure ridge thing a little disapprovingly until he sees Belmont's, and then he just sort of <laughs> and makes a note to uh, suggest the surgeon or whatever in med bay enroll in holodeck uh, training when he gets back. Ram has just finished replicating the mask and has walked into the med bay. Oh. How that do I a, look? It, that is a handsome mask. Is that made out of wood? Can you describe the mask? He's like Mr. Potato Head. <laughs> oh, it's meant to be a festival mask, it's, right? That's right, yeah. It, yeah, so imagine it have a lot of bright colors on it, like bright red stripes and a little bit flashy as well. Let me like some feathers on it. You know, kind of like lining the side of it. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Make it your own. Yeah, I, I love it. That sounds great. All right. Well, um, as you um, <clears throat> as you're all finishing up um, down in Med Bay, um, there is a um, a shipwide communication um, from the ship's main computer. <clears throat> Attention, bridge crew. Report the bridge immediately. Oh, off here it goes. Well, yeah, well let's get going. Hi, Captain. Yeah. Right away. Everyone gets to the bridge crew, and the ship's computer is uh, lighting up. All of your panels are uh, red. And uh, <laughs> Lieutenant, uh, sorry, Commander Herrick's uh, panel has a message on it. Sensors indicate that a Klingon warp signature has uh, been detected above orbit. It is decaying by about 12 hours. Can you trace, can you give us the probable trajectory of the decaying warp signature? Trajectory determined coordinates are on your panel, Commander. Captain, the computer has detected a Klingon warp signature. Oh, no. I and wonder if it's our friends. Do, so, hold up. Do we still have that one Klingon we stole? Um, no. no, we sent them. We sent okay. them. Okay. <laughs> Did we give him back? Yeah. You can, uh, you can take a look, closer look at the scan, Commander Herrick, yeah. if you would like. With a roll. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> that'll be a... 
uh, insight and security roll with a complication of two because it is decayed. Okay, full success. Commander Herrick. Decayed warp signature consistent with a Klingon bird of prey. The computer has informed me it is consistent with a Klingon warship, Captain. Well, what would a warship be doing here? Let's see if we can't find that <laughs> warship. Let's do some further investigation, see what's going on here. I believe that would be most prudent, Captain. I can do a, uh, a, a scan, Captain. Uh, I, I'll, I'll try and... Do, do we know the, the precise, or do we just know a relative uh, signature? Well, no. this warp signature denoted that the ship was moving at a at a uh, to a certain point and those coordinates okay. are directly below the ship so it's uh, oh okay so we essentially know that it's it's heading down into the atmosphere well it was we, 18 hours 12 ago 12 hours ago 12 hours ago oh jesus uh would i be able to roll to see if it's left or where um, where it was there was only one warp signature detected you'd see another okay. one if it had warped away Okay. Um, uh, and and we and we don't and we don't have the precise landing location. Can I scan for that? Or? You can scan for it, but um, it won't. It wouldn't matter. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, orders, Captain. I'm not. I'm not sure. I mean, with with something like this, if if we have a bird of prey down there, I'm I'm not quite sure what to do. Well, now we absolutely have to go down there and investigate and see what they're doing. I think it's uh, prudent that we get down there immediately and begin investigating. All right. We do have to That's... be careful, though. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I- I'm wondering if they've done anything or if they're just going in as is. Like, with their ridges, that- that's likely to panic the, the people down there. Hmm. Well, there's only one way to find out. Let's get down there. So, um, uh, well, maybe, maybe we should, uh, go to Med Bay again first and maybe fix, yeah, actually, no, no, I think your ridge is fine. No, it'll be fine. It's, uh, it's just, time does is my, of the, uh, essence. Does my hair look okay, though? It, oh, yes, it looks fine. I'm, oh, because Herrick's is braided. Mine, i okay, that's fine. I think it's good to have a little variety so we can really learn a little more about this culture and see if maybe... Um, That's fair, so we're not all facsimiles of each other. That is absolutely, Captain. Okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And uh, I'm sure we'll figure out a way to explain why your ridges aren't uh, as perfect and uniform as ours, I'm sure. Rams just know. a hat. Oh, it's, again, a, a divergent hat. gene, I'm sure. I'm sure. All right. To the transporter room? The transporter room. Let's go. All right. Everyone. Um, so before we go to the transporter room, uh, we should decide what you're bringing with you. You don't no. want to contaminate a culture by bringing or using technology in their presence that is 
not consistent with their level of technology. It could give you away if you're captured. Um, however, some of you may disagree and bring something anyway. Did Herrick's hmm. tactical scans give a readout of what they're, like, are they, like, pre-industrial or what are they? Um, and, and they're an industrial society, but it's early industrial. Okay. Uh, so I imagine we'll all have badges, unless the captain says otherwise. No, um, you'll have badges. Yeah, we'll definitely right. be bringing those. Personally, the captain won't bring <laughs> anything he wants to be, like, he's all about learning and integrating himself with the culture, so he'll bring nothing but his badge. Absolutely nothing but his badge. <laughs> but uh, but for clothing, was it sort of robe-like clothing? Robes, or was it yeah. yeah colorful, robes, okay, colorful so, robes. Yeah. Colorful robes. So, so there can be layers. Um, yeah. I would... I'd probably ask the captain, like, Captain, may I bring a small uh, a tricorder? Uh, yes, but be very careful with it, of course. Sure, I won't pull it out around anyone. Uh, I'll, I'll ask permission before using it. Very well. I'm not going to be bringing anything. I think, I think it's the best way to really learn about this culture. And if anything does happen down there, I... Uh, I suspect you carrying that around with you would be a good idea. Sure. Herrick? Uh, Herrick will be bringing a, the smallest Type 1 phaser, something he can palm easily or keep hidden on his person. Sure. You'll also make sure everyone else has a Type 1 phaser to bring with them, since it is small and easy to conceal on their person. Is everyone else in agreement? If Herrick recommends it, Lockstead will bring it, but like he'll, he'll probably stuff it like in his back pocket or something. He won't, he won't ever think about using it. Yeah, absolutely. I would. I'd, I'd grab one as well. Ram probably would not bring one. Okay. Are you bringing anything, Ram? Uh, nothing but the badge. Okay. And a sunny disposition. <laughs> And a mask. <laughs> and a cool and mask. A, and a very cool mask. I just imagine it's like a paper bag with like macaroni noodles all over it. Oh. Yeah, but it's opulent macaroni no noodles, so. Made by Gregory. Made by Gregory. Did you like coordinate with Gregory on this? His Louis the Fourteenth Sun King inspired mask. We can add a pipe here. No, 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 no. no, no. Oh my god. Alright, we're in the transporter room. We're about to energize. And energize. As you are transported to the surface of the planet, um, you find yourself on a, uh, a beach. There is black sand on this beach. And you notice a tree line of dense forest woods behind you. Uh, it is early, mid-afternoon. The weather is perfect for human standards. And uh, looking out at the, uh, at the darker ocean and the red-tinted sky, you see a, a, a thick red substance along the coastline. It extends probably three or four meters away from the coastline and appears um, uh, to 
just sort of grace the surface of the water. Uh, Captain, permission to scan, and I'm going to look around to see if there's anyone. I, I imagine consider, we probably uh, transported somewhere remotely, but I'm still going to look around <laughs> just to make sure no one's watching. Sure. Um, and nobody. Captain, you, you see nobody. Okay. Uh, Captain, permission to uh, scan that substance? Yeah, let's see what that's all about. Okay. Doesn't look very natural to this place, does it? Uh, uh, yeah, it's strange. I mean, it's almost like algae. I'm not sure. And then I'm going to pull out the uh, the uh, uh, tricorder. Sure. You want to use it? Yeah, absolutely. That'll be a roll, uh, a uh, insight and engineering roll. Uh, right. Sorry, insight and science roll. Science. Okay. Yeah, it'll be a science roll. Uh, complication of one or two because you're because you're trying to keep it hidden. <laughs> I've got my robes over it, and I'm just <laughs> like, going through the... <laughs> Here we go. Okay. Partial success. Um, the tricorder scans are um, <clears throat> having difficulty from so far inside of your robes, but, um, but they do uh, indicate that this substance is a uh, form of algae. It's what's known as an algal bloom, and... Uh, you find from your scans that this substance is um, uh, toxic to humans, uh, but for which skin contact could potentially provide a pleasant sensation for certain species. Oh, uh, <clears throat> Captain, I don't know if you're familiar with a red tide. Uh, maybe you've experienced one over at the, uh, the Academy back in the day, but uh, this is essentially that. It looks kind of, uh, pretty toxic to humans. Uh, how about for Herrick? Can I, can I tell that? Is it, is it likely to cause an issue for Herrick as well? It likely won't be a toxic to Herrick. Herrick has okay. a uh, Vulcan immune system that is far more advanced. Right. Okay. Yeah, and so um, I, I definitely would avoid touching it. However, it does have, it does have uh, possibly psychedelic properties to it. I think we should take a sample of it just to be safe. Oh, um, well, uh, I'm going to suggest Ram do that then, since it shouldn't affect him. Yes, for safety reasons, I probably should be the one to do it. Okay. I do have, uh, Ram, where are you, where are you going to keep that? I will put it under my robe. <laughs> I'm just saying that the substance itself, uh, I'm not exactly right, so, sure, Ram. You could, I mean, if you wanted to take a sample, you could. It would be weird, but you could drink some. You, could you keep it you in your keep mouth? It in your, you could I, I keep it in your body. Back to when I kept everything in my mouth that one time. I could do that with this. You could. And just not talk. You could. I just have to grunt. Oh, oh no. Oh no. Yeah, let's, let's make him weirder. <laughs> oh no. Three seconds in, Ram's keistering algae. <laughs> Gonna keep it in his mouth. Awesome. I imagine it's a sanitary space anyway. So, oh. oh wow. Just imagine the first conversation we have with one of the indigenous, just a red algae seeping from his mouth. Hello. <laughs> we we look over to a group of children watching us from a rock and see them go to eat it too. <laughs> hey, children, no. Uh, okay, right. So, um, and then. As soon as that's done, I would probably want to do a scan, and I'll ask the captain uh, if I can do a scan uh, to determine the direction of the village. 
Oh, you, that would be unnecessary. You already know the direction. Oh. It's directly, oh, okay. so you're on the eastern coast of this continent, and you know from satellite imagery that uh, this small town is uh, to the west of you, directly oh, west. Oh, okay. About right. a mile. May yeah. I suggest, Captain, that until we've ascertained the whereabouts and motives of the Klingons, we... And he looks over at Ram. Perhaps hold back on any sort of scientific endeavor. I still think we should keep a sample. There, there isn't any harm in that. I understand that we must discover why the Klingons are here and learn a little bit uh, about this culture, but I, the sample of this algae might prove to be useful. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So maybe a standing order in an emergency, he'll just spit it out. <laughs> it's like pocket sand. Ram, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm willing. I'm willing to concede that maybe since your last encounter with having to store things in your mouth, you've modified your mouth to be able to speak and hold oh liquids and foods in a separate pouch, a pocket, a food <laughs> pocket, like, you got like a like a yeah. wad of dip. Yeah. <laughs> oh yes, yes. Just a pinch between your cheek and gum. You gotta talk like this now. I I would be willing to allow that. Lieutenant Ram, if, if you wanted, that, if you would like to be do that. best rather than me just going. <laughs> Ram, activate your skull wintergreen dip protocol. Yeah. <laughs> All right, wonderful. So, um, <clears throat> so Ram has put the sample in the little cheek pouch, mm. and the uh, the crew makes their way towards the town. Um. You leave the beach area with its black sand and red algal bloom and uh, find yourselves in a dense forest. Um, in a dense forest. Uh-oh. I definitely had it. Oh, wait, here it is. It is um, darker here. There's an obvious patted down trail, but everything about this forest is soft and serene. The, even the ground beneath you seems to cushion you as you walk. The uh, air in this forest is a little cooler and refreshing. And... Um, as you're making your way through this, uh, through these woods, you spot, um, one of the, uh, one of the, uh, native people. She's a young woman, um, and is walking along the same trail, uh, a little bit ahead of you, probably a good, uh, five or six, uh, meters. You're starting to get into a more uh, populated area, nearer this town, and um, and you're as you're walking towards the uh, the town. Um, one of you, I would expect Lieutenant Ram, uh, hits a tree branch and cracks it, and uh, the young woman looks behind. Um, she's in 
uh, the same attire as you, the colorful robes. She has a, a, a ring of flowers in her hair. And as she turns around to look at you, she does so with a smile. She's very pleased to see you. And uh, she walks excitedly up towards you. And uh, comes to meet the, uh, the captain first. And uh, kind of looks at him a little quizzically. And just says, hello. How are you? Hello. It's very nice to meet you. I'm doing wonderful. How about you? What's your name? My name's Amaria. I want to think real quick. Um, <laughs> uh, let's see. What? What? My name's Amaria what? too. <laughs> My parents what? wanted a, uh, a daughter, and <laughs> I, I got it. Uh, greetings, Amaria. My name is Eugenia. It is very nice to meet you. Uh, please uh, allow me to introduce you to uh, Herica, uh, Belmonta, and Rama. Hello. She looks at everyone and kind of stops at Ram to kind of like just look a second glance. <laughs> the terrifying homunculus we have. <laughs> Where are you from? I'm not familiar with you. We just uh, actually washed up from an island not too far away from here. An island? Yeah, it's... It's a little ways uh, off the coast. Uh, we usually don't stop here. We go a little bit further south. Usually, uh, we, have, uh, we we sail a fair amount. Mm -hmm. Oh, did you come for Pashkant? That's why we're here. Oh, wonderful! I'm sure you've heard about it. They probably talk about it everywhere. It's Do they very have famous Pashkant, where you're from. Oh yes, yes. Um, we just wanted to experience it. Um, Somewhere else this time. I'm assuming you do it just like we do, but... Well, I'd love to show you around. She uh, takes her arm and wraps it around Lockstead's arm and uh, just begins to walk the party towards this town along the, along the, uh, the road. Ooh, very well, then. How fortunate that we ran into each other. I was worried I would be all alone this posh can't, but I'm so happy I get to show you around. I love newcomers. Yes, I'm very excited. Um, uh, I do have a question. How uh, you, you'll have to introduce this all to me as if it were new to me because we, uh, we, we do it very differently where I'm from, so I'm, I'm all ears. I'm willing to learn. Well, certainly. Do they not have festivals? Well, things just uh, haven't been as good over my island, so we haven't been doing them as frequently. Oh, you poor thing. I'm so sorry. Well, oh, that's all right. Here. She takes her crown of iridescent flowers, shimmering in a very strange way, and just places it on top of your head. Lockstead. That should cheer you up. <laughs> Brainworms. Thank you, thank you. I, I feel better already. Seizure. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> As she tugs you along on the arm 
and leads the party uh, towards this town. You come across a signpost uh, that reads, uh, thanks to the Universal Translator, uh, Welcome to Lisk. The town of Lisk is a uh, is a early industrial small town. Um, you can probably guess that some of the products here would be wood, pulp, paper-based products, as there's an abundance of trees. Um, but the town in this town square area um, is beautifully decorated, adorned with streamers and uh, confetti, all types of different um, paper lanterns and paper uh, uh, ornaments, folded paper, beautiful uh, examples of, uh, of paperwork. It looks quite Sir, delicate. This town is beautiful. Oh, thank you. We all work together for Pashkant. You come around a corner and are struck by an enormous uh, festival. You hear the music first. It's a band on a small podium. There are microphones, although they're rudimentary. And there are people. So many people. You didn't think that a town this size could support this many people, but here we are. And you suspect that perhaps people have come from out of town to enjoy this festival. You see um, markets. There are uh, vendors. There are places to buy drinks and games to play. There are um, small gambling stations. And uh, in at least several small corners there are booths above the booths are written SKAS S-K-A-S what are your next courses of action I guess I'm going to be uh, I guess I'm just going to be hanging out with uh, Amara as she shows me around the festival and I'll just kind of nod the rest of the crew, like, you know, free to explore and see what you can find. Maria uh, leads you past a, 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 a rows of carnival games, of very rudimentary electric carnival games with calliopes and um, just really what, what you would imagine a carnival from the 1950s to look like. There are small um, paper uh, bowls with uh, like snacks in them everybody's carrying around. Um, you put a lot I, I of effort into uh, Pashkant. I, this is uh, much, much more opulent than uh, our island. I'm, I'm very impressed. Uh, if I can ask, if, if I were you, 
Where would you go first? What would be your first stop here? Oh, it's always the hardest part of Pashkant. Everything is so much fun. Um, the games are great. Um, there are drinking booths. You should try the ale. There's um, vendors for new clothes. We have special party clothes for the event. But my favorite part is, well, is, is Skos. Skos. Um, we, we don't, uh, we don't have Skos at ours. <laughs> You're funny. <laughs> right. Uh, okay, well, uh, Captain, with your, uh, uh. She grips onto, um, the Captain's, uh, shoulder. And, um looks up at him with her like with her big wide eyes and just kind of like would you go to the Scoss booth with me? Uh, of course I'll go to the Scoss booth with you. <laughs> Wonderful. She leads the captain away to the Scoss booth. I just kind of look back at the crew and be like go explore around. I'm not sure what I'm getting myself into. Eric is just staring intently at Captain Belmont, like. <laughs> um, I'd probably lean over uh, to Ram and say, uh, "You up for a little gambling?" I, I could go for a little. <laughs> oh <bit>. no! <laughs> <laughs> Did you guys bring yeah. money to gamble with? Ooh, that's a good question. You don't uh, even really know what kind of currency they use here yet. No. Um, it's red algae. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, how? Oh, no, we have no money. Well, um, you could still you could still go to investigate it. Right, absolutely. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, uh, Ram, let's let's go check out those uh, gambling booths. Uh, Herrick, do you want to come along with? I will be keeping my eye on the captain. Very well. Ram? Let's go. Let's go. All right. So um, Belmont and Ram uh, walk up to uh, one of the one of the, the booths um, that uh, <clears throat> It looks like a very rudimentary carnival game. There's there's flashing lights and a, a carnival barker of sorts. Um, a young man um, with a, 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 a elaborate ordain, uh, ornate costume, um, basically you know beckoning you to come come up come up to the platform. And you see uh, on the wall there are uh, the wall behind this um, behind the the little counter you know. There's a, um, a set of uh, blocks, of uh, a three-by-three three set of blocks that have been set up. And uh, you see a bean, like a little bean bag on the, uh, on the countertop. Go right ahead, friends. Uh, I'd love to, but uh, I don't have any money. We just sailed in and... <laughs> pick it up, pick it up, pick it up. Everyone gets one for free. It's Posh oh. Kant. Right. Uh, Ram, please. I think. Oh, uh, Rama. Y- go ahead. <laughs> yes. Yeah, uh, 
I, I, I guess I'd give it a shot. You know, I'm not very good at these sort of games. But if it's free, it's free. All right, so uh, that'll be a roll, Ram. That'll be a daring and... Uh, daring and... Oh, we'll call it a fitness and... Uh, command? No, fitness and con roll. It'll just be a fitness and con roll. I don't even know how to roll for this. Complication of, right. of two because your costume is... If, awkward. <laughs> if he fails, can the failure be that he just shotguns it through the booth taker's chest by accident? <laughs> we gotta see if he fails first. Task roll of one or two. Uh, task roll of two. Oh uh -oh. no! Oh, oh my no! God. So someone's dead. You can choose to re-roll it if you want, Ram. <laughs> I think you I should probably re-roll that. You gotta re-roll it. Are we all in agreement? We're gonna use the momentum. Yeah. Okay. I, I I don't think we want to cause a stir quite yet. Okay. I feel like I made that happen with my mind. We're gonna go you ahead did. and re-roll re that one, Ram. The festival stops. It's like, oh my god. Okay. <laughs> okay. Full success, Ram. You manage to um to hit uh one of the blocks. You notice now that it has uh some ornate symbols on it, and uh you hit one of them, uh the center one. Exactly. It knocks uh, a perfectly shaped square hole through this block system, grid, and the uh, block above it falls down, perfectly replacing it. Good shot! Why don't you take this? Get his luck. <laughs> Happy Posh Kant! The, the barker hands you a, a, a bottle. There's no label on it, but there's liquid inside. Oh, um, what, uh, what's, is, is this, is this alcohol? <laughs> it's Einarin Ale? Oh, you know, uh, again, we're, uh, uh, we don't have much of this. We, we have a, uh, sugar, but it doesn't matter. <laughs> uh, th this, is uh, it, you're uh, doing great. Is, oh, great. Do, do, can I get a throw as well, or is this a... The uh, the Barker kind of um, kind of uh, looks at his uh, looks down, looks back up, and kind of like sort of quizzically sort of looks at you, Lieutenant Commander Belmont. Um, are you are you feeling okay? Oh, uh, so far. What's with your ridge? Why Why do you ask? Well, I've I've just never seen anyone with. Never seen anyone with uh, you know, with a forehead like that. <laughs> do you do you mean the the bumps, the 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 divots? I'm sorry, I I didn't mean to. Oh no no, it's a great story. Uh, as a kid, I ran into a tree branch going full speed uh, before it develops properly. Uh, quite young, and it stayed that way. <laughs> what did the authorities do? Uh, well, it, uh, nothing on our island. I see. Well, <laughs> enjoy the Inar and Ale, you two. Have fun. Happy Posh Kant. Yeah, happy Posh Kant. The carnival barker turns away and starts beckoning more, uh, more people. Herrick, what are you doing? Herrick is 
following behind Lockstead at a reasonable distance while also taking in the goings on. Yeah. But he's making sure to keep making sure Lockstead isn't disappearing from his sight. It as soon as you uh as you turn a corner towards one of the Scoss booths. A row of Scoss booths. Um <clears throat> there's a uh uh, immediately just uh, a young woman who appears in front of you from, from somewhere and uh, and is enamored by you. You can tell very clearly that this is a, someone who is uh, incredibly attracted to you. She, like, grabs your forearm a little bit. Hello. How are you? What's your name? I'm well, madam. Madam, are you having My a good posh Herrick. Herrick? I've yes. never met anyone named Herrick before. Are you from around here? No, I came with several companions. We live on an island some distance from here. Wow, I've never met anyone on an island before. Huh? Would you like to go to the Scoss booth with me? Her- is, would that take them in the direction where he sees Belmont going, or is Belmont, di- or I'm sorry, uh, Lockstead, or is Lockstead disappeared? Um, you can't see Lockstead through the crowd anymore. Hmm. Normally, I would be more than happy to, but I must make sure my companion doesn't get too deep in his cups on Imarian wine. <laughs> It's custom to agree to go to the Scoss booth with anyone who asks. Are you sure? She looks pained, kind of hurt, like she's going to cry. Then far be it from me to deny you. Things are different on my island, and he'll actually offer her his arm. Aww. All right, so, um... She's really pleased and grabs your arm and leads you towards one of the Scoss booths. Um, <clears throat> the um, the Scoss booth that you were led into, uh, Captain Lockstead, is dimly lit. There are candles inside. Um, there's um, uh, like the walls are adorned with um, uh, what can only be described as um, kind of lewd imagery. <laughs> Um, you walk into this booth and, um, you're, you're put in, you walk in first and, uh, the door closes behind you. Uh, there's incense burning somewhere. And as you turn around, the, um, the, uh, woman, Amari, uh, Amaria behind you is, uh, disrobed. Oh, oh, are we, is this what we're doing now? It's the Scoss booth. You know, I can't remember the last time I've I've attended a Scoss booth. Um, uh, what was I, I? You know what? I forgot. Um, it's tradition <laughs> before I go into a Scoss booth that I have at least a few ales. You know, to really get myself in the in the Scoss. You're funny, and she just mindset. walks a little up towards you. 
and uh, she just leans over into your shoulder and just draws like a large breath in through her nose. <sighs> and she kind of looks expectantly like, okay. I, I think I have to, uh, this is really embarrassing and I, I don't mean to, uh, but I have to use the, uh, the, the, uh, the restroom. Oh, <laughs> very well. Well, just don't be late for the address. I'm sorry, the what? The address. We do things different where I'm from. What? What? What is that? <sighs> the address. Every Pashkant, there's an address. The head of the town speaks. State of the Pashkant. Of course. It's going and, to happen uh, any minute. Oh, where is that? In the town square. Well, we wouldn't want to be late for that. Let, tell you what. After I've relieved myself and we've attended the uh, address, then we can get back to this. How's that sound? Uh, sure. <laughs> yes, I mean, they're just, I just, you know, won't want to get that out of the way before we uh, get into this. I'm hilarious, aren't I? Uh, yes, let me just, and I'll walk over and grab the robes and just kind of <laughs> put it back on. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> so you walk out All of right. the, walk out of the Scoss booth? Yes. All right. So, um, as you walk out, um, you are met back at the, uh, the, the carnival. It's still going on, this festival. And, uh, the band is still playing the, uh air is vibrant with activity and excitement happiness you're kind of struck by the sense that this is a society that um, is not familiar with uh, with pain or rejection or strife there's no um, there's no sense of uh, of um, of danger Everything is, um, everything is beautiful here. And as you look around, um, you notice that everyone in the town appears quite young. By human standards, everyone appears no more than age 40 or so. It sort of strikes you as odd that you don't see any elders, but it's, uh... That, I mean, it doesn't really register as a... It's more than a footnote. And, uh... Lieutenant Commander Belmont and Lieutenant Ram walk around the corner and spot you, Captain Logstead. Just as, uh, Commander Herrick walks out of the Skoss booth. Um... Anything to report, Commander Herrick? <laughs> We have some mail. Uh, Captain, uh, Commander Herrick, uh, yes, Ram uh, has a, uh, a very accurate arm through a beanbag of some sort at a block and won some ale. Um, what have you guys been up oh. to? Fantastic. I found out what scoss means. Um, mm -hmm. As have I. 
You dog, Herrick. I... I don't follow. You've been enjoying the festivities? Yes. Very much. So, I've been informed that apparently there's going to be an address of some sort at the town oh, no, no, square. Can, can we go back there? You, you didn't really answer our question. What does that mean? Yeah, what, what is the Scoss booth? I don't understand. Yes. This You're appears like kissing to be some booths? sort of mating festival. Kissing booth. Yeah, th- mating. it's like a step above a kissing booth. I don't know what a kissing booth is, but if it's a mating ritual, um... I feel those are two very different things. Right. Eric's <laughs> going to give Lockstead a look, at kind of in the vein of, why do you continue to talk to them like they're children? Is it a but... knowing look? <laughs> you see, when a... We were kissing. <laughs> and daddy. We were kissing. <laughs> I saw her naked. Oh, and... don't worry, Belmont. We were just telling secrets. <laughs> right. Um, no, just I just, uh, furniture in there. Amaria <laughs> comes up from behind the group, uh, behind Lockstead, and just grabs his arm a little bit. It's going to begin any minute. Let's go over to the, to the, to the podium. I want to get oh, a good fantastic. seat. <sighs> what, what, what's happening? I told you, there's an address about oh, to happen the address. at the town square. Come on. Right, right, right. She runs right, a little sure. bit ahead, a little bit ahead, and she's smiling, looking back, happy. Um... The band begins to fall quiet. And as you make your way into uh, this town square area, uh, everyone has sort of begun to filter in, congregating around a, a large uh, stage with a backdrop. <clears throat> it is a, uh, a backdrop of some symbol. You're unfamiliar with its meaning. And uh, a podium in front with uh, one of those rudimentary microphones. Um, everyone is talking excitedly, drinking having fun, telling jokes, being festival-goers. And uh, Amaria sits, uh, sits down in the grass, this lush, soft grass, uh, and just kind of, you know, crosses her legs and back straight at attention, waiting for the festival to begin, kind of rocking back and forth, excited, the, uh, the, the address to begin. Does everyone join her? Uh, it actually depends. Uh, it depends on, I guess, uh, the captain's body language and if he's going to sit close to her or not. She kind of looks I, back at the group expectantly. I will sit next to her, but not, like, very close. Is my woman dead? Herrick <laughs> <laughs> <Eric> Vulcan <laughs> pinched her. <laughs> Just Vulcan. Yeah. Ah, yes. <laughs> what a wonderful time. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I think I would probably sit uh, uh, a little back from them, but sit on the ground the same way okay. as, as she does. Sure. You notice everyone around you is sort of sitting on the ground. Okay. Um, well, the, uh, the crowd noises begin to um, begin to dim just a little bit. As um, a, a man walks up onto the stage, uh, he's adorned in um, in the um, the uh, colorful robes that you're used to seeing, but of a different type. There's piping, and they're a little bit more um, subdued, and uh, he's older. Maybe the oldest person you've seen, but not terribly old. Probably only in his, you know, middle age. 
And, um, and as he walks up to the podium, the rest of the, of the, of the town square falls to like a hushed silence. And he taps the microphone. Another year has passed, and today, on this great Pashkant, as we celebrate the birth of the new ones, so too must we cherish the memories of our old ones. It is by their sacrifice we owe so much to our way of life, and from the ashes we are born to ashes, we must all return. You notice uh, the uh, woman is uh, directly in front of you, and she's chanting along too, enraptured. And you, as you're looking around, everyone is enraptured by this person. By the holy incinerator. This posh cant will serve as a glorious tribute to their ultimate sacrifice. As we honor them deep below our fertile Inaran soil, down in heaven. I must confess to you, my loves, that something wicked has descended from hell. Bring out the demon. Um, a captive is brought out from uh, behind this separator, this backdrop. You recognize the captive immediately as a uh, member of the Klingon Defense Force. Um, however, he is not dressed in Klingon Defense Force garb. He's wearing uh, uh, white robes and is gagged and bound and uh, is led uh, on a little leash towards the podium. The Klingon looks dead in his eyes. Look, my loves. Gaze upon its wretched face. This creature beyond salvation has attempted to infiltrate our society. To corrupt you. To shepherd you towards its own twisted path. Our hard-working brothers and sisters in the fields saw this creature riding a shimmering light down from hell. It is my firm belief that this same shimmering light could allow us to travel back up to hell to destroy it once and for all. Keep your eyes open, my loves. Let us not be driven away by demons. Let us instead give sacrifice to Mother Einar in their name. By the holy incinerator. We sacrifice the demon at dusk. Have a splendid Pashkant, my loves. The crowd. The crowd erupts into uh, applause. And uh, you hear everyone just kind of start to get up and go back to the party. 
And I think this is I'm a really going... good place for a break. <laughs> yes. <laughs> do you oh have anything God. you want to do before we go to the break? Uh... I wanted to see if I could disappear. Like, <laughs> like, complete, like, while that's going on, I want to sneak away from, um, from uh, Amara uh -huh. and grab everybody else and just vanish into the crowd. I don't think it'd be possible with how much she, uh, how much she's, she's, uh, kind of keeping tabs on you. All right, let's uh, let's have a <laughs> little break. Pinching everyone. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna go have a little break. Uh, when we come back, we'll uh, we'll um, wrap up the uh, the story. I'm very excited. Um, yeah. We'll be back after this very short break. Thank you. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Star Trek Adventures, Loveless. Uh, I want to just kind of jump right back into it. The crew has just uh, listened to a, an address by the, the head of the town at the uh, Pashkant festival in this pre-warp civilization a uh, little village small town um, everyone is getting up to, uh, to leave to continue with the festival to keep, you know, to keep partying the, uh, the band strikes back up and uh Amaria looks back behind you, behind her, to the party, kind of expectantly. Kind of like stares a little bit, a little bit at, uh, at, at Belmont. And then kind of like smiles a little bit at Ram. <laughs> and, um, just kind of looks at him. It's just like, you're not one of those demons, are you? <laughs> No, 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 no. Well, what do we want to do? Um, wow, that that uh, that speech was uh, very powerful. I, I can't believe uh, I know. somehow a demon got here. It's yeah, awful. It is. All of Scary? our hearts belong to Rusk. He's wonderful. Yes, he is. Where are they keeping this demon? It's it's not going. It's not going to escape, is it? Where, where are they? Keeping no, it? <laughs> it's very safe. Um, I I don't know. I, I suspect in the authority office. I feel comfortable if I, I if I knew where that demon was. It's just <laughs> as long on my as it's away now. from us, right? <laughs> I know. <sighs> I just want to make sure it stays away from us. Could, who would I? Who who might I ask just to? Just to make sure we're this this event is safe, I'm I'm very anxious. Well, um, it's very safe. <laughs> Nothing bad ever happens at Pashkant. I know, but this is my first time. I just don't want it to get ruined. Is there anyone I can talk to just in case I see something? Well, certainly. Um, you can always talk to the authorities. She just kind of mentioned, like, motions over to several people who are, like, sort of walking a little bit slower or standing at, at posts. Their uniforms are a slightly different color. They're a little bit more um, uh, subdued colors, more earth tones. And uh, they look um, very fit. Excellent. I think I'm going to go and uh, 
chat with my friends here real quick, and um, after that, give a little chat there, and then and then I'll be right back with you. How's that sound? Okay. I'll be waiting. <laughs> I'm looking forward to it. Come on, let's uh, let's go over here, guys. Come on. Sure. Well, uh, yes, uh, he, he'll be back to Scouse soon. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're funny. So you make your way where? Um, try to find like a uh, just like the outside. It's like right near the edge of the uh, festival. Mm-hmm. Maybe behind like a booth or something or like a. So just a... as you're um as you're walking away uh, from this town square to uh, kind of get away from the crowd, uh, you notice that there are um, two security. Authorities, there are two authorities, um, sort of leading this captured Klingon towards a, a building. It's ornate. Um, there are columns. It doesn't look uh, like the rest of the buildings here. It looks um, decorated and painted in a way that would suggest it looks that way all year round. And uh, it's much taller than the other buildings, maybe the tallest in the town. Um, it has uh, points on the top in uh, a, a straight line down the down the uh, pitched roof. Um, and it is this building where the uh, security officers are are leading the uh, captured Klingon. Uh, one of them waits outside, and you're a good uh, I don't know, maybe a block away. All right, team. We need to be very careful about this, but we need to save that Klingon. Have any ideas? Yes. Um, uh, might be able to transport them if we can get a lock. Um, uh, maybe be able to single out a, a Klingon. We, uh, we'd have to ask. Uh, yeah, that's my suggestion. We have to also ensure that they do not get hold of his, uh, what they call it, glimmer? Shimmering light? Right, so... We'll have to be very, very careful with the way we do this. They've obviously already seen him teleport down, so... Well... They're aware of that, and they've already explained it away as something mystical or what have you. Would it be right. so hard to believe if we were able to get a lock on the Klingon, uh, to tell... To transport them to our ship, and we'll just explain it away like that. I don't know if they've seen transporting that. I think they just saw the ship itself land. Um, uh, I'm not 100% sure uh, from his speech. However, yes, if that's, that's the case, I'm sure. yeah, if that's the case, and they have the ship as well, uh, and within line for the uh, Prime Directive, we'll, we'll have to get that away from them. Uh, yes, they were saying that it could take them to space. To, well, to hell, so I'm assuming they have the ship. Commander Herrick, you have not stopped watching the, uh, the authority office, and you notice that the, uh, one of the authority members has walked out of the main doors, gestured to the, uh, other authority officer, and walked away. So there's one authority officer, uh, standing in front of the doors.
the only the only issue is uh, to transport them out. We would need to make sure that no one could see that happen. Uh, even though, yeah, we they could probably explain it away. We'd have to try and reduce our impact as much as possible. Um, so if we can get eyes on the Klingon, but I'm not I'm not sure that building over there. It looks a lot like a. Um, uh, a, a, an old American-style church with how ornate it is. Uh, I don't know if we'd be allowed to go in there, but we can try. Maybe it's a place of worship. Possibly. We do need to discover where the ship is. If at all possible, the best-case scenario is that we're able to free the Klingon captive and see if we can't find out if there are any more being held captive and then they can leave on their ship. That's the best-case scenario that I can think of. Right. Before dusk and the, what was it, the Holy Furnace? Yeah. Incinerator. Incinerator. Right. Um, My guess is that there's only one of them, considering they just mentioned demon singular, not demons plural. Oh. Oh. Do you think they killed the others, or was only oh. one? I highly doubt it, Captain. Yes, by the sounds of it, this is a very ceremonial thing. If you banish the demon, they wouldn't just simply kill them. Right. All While right. it is imperative to preserve the Prime Directive, I believe if these people are allowed to carry out the ceremony they wish to, the Klingon Empire will not respond kindly. No, they will not. Okay. I think it's imperative that we get in contact with the Klingon captive, release him, escort him to his ship, and see him safely away. Could I... Could I scan the area for the ship itself? Um... You wouldn't... You could try. I don't, you wouldn't find I imagine it. there's electrical interference and whatnot in this yeah. little town as well. Yeah, okay. Well, so there's yeah, a lot I, of I'd people. Assumed, and... Okay, all right. Yeah, I'm not gonna. I'm not going to try it. It is a small town, though. You could ask someone. Oh. Everybody talks in small towns. <laughs> if it's... Oh, okay. Wait a minute. Yeah, I mean, I guess we we could. I, I don't know, Captain. I mean, that's it's up to you. What you'd like to do? It's either that, or convince them that he isn't a demon and let him go. But something tells me it's going to be very difficult. Unless, do you think it is all possible for us to? I don't know. Mm, scan their leader, and then make adjustments to my disguise so that I can look like him and then address the crowd and release the Klingon the only way that would the only way that would work is if we could get a hold of the leader somehow and I I think the the problem is after the fact I think that's a great idea but eventually it's going to come out that he did not make that speech which will probably feed into 
the demon and will further contaminate their culture. So I don't think that's the best idea. What if we just start replacing people? <laughs> <laughs> so, so hear me out, pod people. Uh, so, no, I mean, I, 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 we could probably, I mean, again, we could try at least to see if we can get a lock on them. Uh, maybe scan the building itself around them, and if no one's there, maybe we can pull them out uh, and then just ask him uh, from the ship. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Okay. The, well. the only course of action that comes to mind would be to cause a distraction close enough to the town, but not near enough to hurt anyone to draw attention away from the Justice Palace or whatever the hell we're at. There's the, a lot of paper. The Authority Office only has one guard in front of it. Everyone okay. else is enjoying this festival. There's so a lot of... It's not very authoritative, this office. There's a lot of paper around <laughs> and hanging in places. We could start a small fire near the Authority person. They're likely to spring into action, and one of us or, or it could sleep, uh, slip inside. Let's or, just burn the town down. <laughs> or I can lure the guard away with this smelling Scoss. ritual. <laughs> yes. With scars. I mean, I look. Oh, I, boy. How do I that look? Is... Do I, how, how do I look? Do you think, you think I can pull it off? It is, a, it is customary it's... to accept a, a, a scars <laughs> ritual. Your no ridge isn't as straight as Herrick's. Don't uh, make it weird, dude. You're trying to say that Herrick <laughs> is more attractive than me. I'm just saying the ridge is straight. Uh, I- I've had some questions about mine, so I think that matters. Okay. How about I go up, I lure the guard away for Skars, right. infiltrate the compound, and then okay. get in contact with the Klingon, and uh, <laughs> go from there. Okay, so you'll, you'll lure them... Uh, which of us is going inside? Okay. Who uh, wants to who wants to go inside and who wants to keep watch? I will go inside with Lieutenant Ram. Lieutenant I will Ram watch. will stumble into the building as if inebriated, and I will follow after him. Once we have just once you have ascertained whether there are not any interior guards, we will move further from there. Very good. Fantastic. Yeah. Okay. On my lead, then. I'll then uh, proceed forward to the guard. I'll be walking with, like, a little hip sway. Oh, God. <laughs> the, guard is, the guard The guard is looking at you and smiling. Are you having a, <laughs> having a pleasant uh, Pashkant? I'm having a great Pashkant, but you look like you aren't. You mind, uh... If I can help you fix that, you care to join me for some scars? Oh, uh, well, the, the captain said that I was supposed to stand in front of the store, but I, 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 want, I want you to roll for it. I want you to roll for it. <laughs> Imara appears from the crowd in sense. Give you a, a, it'll be a daring and, uh. Uh, no, presence. It'll be a presence and <laughs> command roll. Oh, yes. I've got a sexy learning disability. Complication <laughs> of one. Actually, um, yeah, complication of, of, uh, of one. 
And you can use a focus. How can you do this to Gregory? Sweet. Oh my god. <laughs> Don't tell Gregory about this. <laughs> Don't tell <laughs> Don't you look, Gregory. Wow. <laughs> I'm hot. <laughs> <laughs> the guard, the guard uh, looks longingly at the festival and back at you and just says, I've always hated this job. <laughs> and just walks with a little hip sway towards you, Captain, and wraps his arm around your arm. To the Scoss booth? To the Scoss booth. I, like, turn over and, like, wink at the crew. <laughs> I still Eric got it. Eric exchanges a glance with Belmont, trying to ascertain what the hell that means. <laughs> <laughs> so, Captain Lockstead goes off to the Scoss booth, and um, three of you are, are left alone in front of the authority building. Right. Uh, Ram. Yes, shall we start our part of the plan? Begin to meander your way towards the doors. Right away, Commander. I'll be holding the bottle as I do this. Stumbling just a, a little bit. Ram uh, trying his best to look inebriated. Before, before Ram can set off... Mm-hmm. Herrick is going to uncork the bottle and flick a little bit onto onto Ram so that he smells like the booze and there's not just a full bottle of ale that no one has taken a drink out of with a drunk man. Oh, interesting. Okay, yeah, so you flick a little bit out. Um, yeah, and then... Yeah, okay. Um, proceed. So, yeah, perfect. Okay, wonderful. Um, so Ram, you walk through the doors. You're uh, you're met by the sight of a uh, uh, a huge interior, uh, a beautiful interior, ornate. There are uh, you couldn't see it before from the angle, but there are um, there are huge um, uh, stained glass windows inside, and uh, incense. There's uh, various small fountains. Uh, and inside the center of this building is a large uh, tree growing from uh, the center of the, uh, the building. There are no um, there are no seats anywhere. Instead, there are just uh, cushions all around this large tree. And towards the back of this building, you see um, uh, kind of an archway that leads further in. Continue with the plan. Right, uh, just just around the tree. We've got a tree in here. Herrick is guiding Ram forward, like with his hand on the back of his robe, so it almost, hopefully convincing enough that if anyone were to see them, it'd look like he's trying to pull him. Mm. Okay. As you, um... Reach your hand out to uh, Lieutenant Ram's shoulder. You notice that your hand looks like way smaller than it should, and your arm is like far longer than you're used to. Ah, oh boy. 
And at this point, Herrick is going to look at the sensors of uh, incense that are going off. Um, well, the incense is just... Uh, it appears normal. You'd have to do a tricorder scan. I think the only one with a tricorder is Lieutenant Commander Belmont. Would you like oh, to... Oh, no, this would just be... A visual scan? Yeah, him trying to do, like, simple deduction. He's wandered into a incensed area, and now he's got weird perspective going on. Sure. Um, nothing appears off about the incense. Your Vulcan nose doesn't necessarily appreciate the pungent odor of it. Mm-hmm. But uh, it doesn't appear dangerous. In fact, if it were less strong, it might even be kind of pleasant. Everything right, Herrick? Huh? Something is not right. My my limbs appear to be a different... My perspective is shifting dramatically. I do not believe I can continue further into this building. You are still capable of of moving and walking around. It just appears like a fun house to you a little bit. It's not terrible. Like, you could still walk. But so he's not unwell? He's not unwell, but uh, okay. it is odd. Would probably make aiming a little difficult if you had to aim something. Good thing I'm proficient in kicking ass analog, so... Where is Lieutenant Commander Belmont? Are you still outside? Yeah, I'm. I'm, I'm standing. I'm standing probably close to where the authority member was. Mm-hmm. Not in the same spot, but definitely close enough to the door that I can get to it before someone else does. Sure. Peeing on the building. Yeah, definitely look like a just a lurker off to the side. Okay. Keeping an eye out. Some some lumpy ridged weirdo. Yeah, I, out I probably look like a super creep. <laughs> 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 and everyone's like, no, definitely not with you. <laughs> uh, Herrick will just then proceed further into the building with Ram once he's steadied himself. Sure. Um, so you're walking further into the building. At, do at, at any point, do you call back for Lieutenant Commander Belmont just to say the coast is clear? You don't see anybody in the building. Uh, no. Okay. Because to call back out may inadvertently alert someone. Okay. Um, <clears throat> so you make your way towards the back. You see a, um, what appears to be a, a jail cell made of, uh, of, uh, wood. <laughs> um, it's like a large, uh, it's a, it's a room, basically, a large closet. But the, uh, the cell door is, uh, is made of wood. Um, you can see through slats, and um, you see the figure of a of a Klingon, uh, motionless and lying on the floor. Is it the same one? Uh, it appears to be the same one. Yes. This appears to be our to be our missing Klingon, Lieutenant Ram. Although, 
I will it say, seems. Herrick is slightly weary of the fact that they just have like a wooden door to uh, contain him. Yeah, things usually aren't that easy. At the uh, at Lieutenant Commander Belmont's position outside, um, there is a um, a sense of urgency that you're feeling, but uh, it's not um, it's not unreasonable to suggest that you'd be sort of fixated on what's happening inside. Yeah, kind of waiting to for the go ahead to go in. At that moment, um, Amaria walks oh. back up to you from seemingly out of nowhere and just kind of comes up to you and uh, with wide eyes just kind of looks up at you. Forgive me, but I've never seen anyone with ridges like that before. You haven't? No. They are, uh, they are unique, uh, and I, I pride myself, uh, in them. Wow. It's good that you can walk around with so much confidence with them. Well, you, you work with what you have. <laughs> well, you know, normally the authorities <laughs> would incinerate you. I... Uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> the authorities. They would incinerate. They would incinerate me because of my ridges. Yes, you would be sacrificed to the holy incinerator. <laughs> but that won't happen today. Well, if you haven't been apprehended yet. <laughs> right. I'm sure hey. it's fine. Oh. Okay. Uh. Do you guys have any headwear by any chance? <laughs> You're funny. Do you want to go to the Scoss booth? Oh boy. Uh, well, I tell you what, I would love to, but I'm supposed to meet up with someone at the Scoss booth in a little bit already. We can join them. <laughs> well, they're. They want to exclusive Scoss? I'm. I. <laughs> I know it's very strange, but you know, when someone asks, you have to. One of your island friends. Yes, yes. Uh, the one with um, yes. Wow. How different. Yeah, yeah it is. Well, you know, our, our culture, uh, we're very free with our scossing. <laughs> well, can I get you anything? Would you like some bloom? Uh, Bloom. Sh sure, what is that? I know her nail. Oh, right, of course. Here, um, I have some with me. She reaches oh. into a little pouch and just hands you a bottle. One that looks identical to Tenant uh, Rams. It's filled with right. a uh, red-tinged substance, liquid. Um, can I offer you some first? Oh, sure. I'll, uh, uncork it or whatever I have to do and then that and sure. hand it yeah. back. She, uh, she takes the bottle and takes like a, a sip out of it. Okay. Puts the cork back on and kind of rubs her face a little bit. Get any 
and he left and uh you notice that her uh her pupils dilate oh gosh um it's right. really good this year is it yeah uh, judging from the color it, it definitely looks very uh rich and bold i uh so maybe i shouldn't sip any just yet this this seems like a uh, uh something that i, I should drink uh, whenever the incinerator goes off oh you know well, to really experience it at that point if you insist <laughs> yeah do you want any more no i'm okay for now that's enough okay. i'll go back to the festival but i hope i get to see you later Oh, absolutely. You know, after that, Scoss, I, I'll, I'll try and find you. Wonderful. All right. Well, we'll see you later. And thank you. She uh, walks away as a uh, one point of threat is reduced from the uh, uh, from the uh, meter there. Uh, just, just From you know, Belmont. Belmont has like the sweats so bad. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Sweating all over his ridges. <laughs> yeah. I just, I just imagine Belmont flop sweating like Ted from Scrubs. <laughs> <laughs> just oh. wet. <laughs> all right, well, back Bye, in, Nina. Back inside the uh, the church there, um, the authority office. Um, Does it? look like there's any sort of like locking mechanism or does it literally just look like a wooden door it's just a regular wooden door <laughs> there's nothing wired to it just no not that you can see Is there a, does it look like there is a, a way out, any way out, but through the front of this building? Uh, nope. Just the one door. Oh, shit. <laughs> Around where they are, are there any, like, say, spare robes? Any, anything that can be used as a disguise? Um, anything? Potentially, yeah. There could be, with a high enough check for it. Probably okay. want it to be Lieutenant Ram to make that check because you're gonna have a pretty high complication. Yeah, go ahead and do that, Ram. <laughs> so, uh, Ram, if you want to look around, um, I'll need an insight and uh, uh, security roll from you, Lieutenant Ram, uh, with a complication of uh, two because of the derpy mask. Oh, you're muted, Edvin. Oh, <laughs> And task roll of two? Task roll of two. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, you notice that um, there is a, a closet full of uh, vestments of robes and um, footwear and uh, anything you could possibly want for disguises. There's even more incense. You notice there are casks of uh, bloom inside. Big uh, uh, wooden casks full of... Uh, what you assume to be the same substance in the bottle. 
Okay. So, Commander, what's the play here? As best as we can, the only thing I can see as a viable solution is to disguise the Klingon and try to remove him as quickly as we can from the building, if not further out, to some remote location in the forest and beam him to the Loveless and then release some sort of uh, broad spectrum and then attempt to contact the Klingons on the planet via whatever subspace band we can. But we must do something quickly. <laughs> Ram will notice that Herrick is talking to where he should be if he was three feet to the right. <laughs> um, right. It's at this moment okay, did... that the captain um, walks up the door, through the door, with Lieutenant Commander Belmont, um, uh, kind of at a brisk pace towards you. Uh, captain, you have been informed uh, that the uh, the guard that you uh, shared a scoss with uh, was fired, and it will be a very short time before he is replaced with a uh, a new one. Well, he did hate his job, so there, there is that. Uh, anyways, As we need to hurry this along. One meter is reduced from the uh, from the board, down from two oh to one. Right, let's we get need this to hurry quickly. this along. Yes, because yes. there's going to be a new god coming in. Maybe one this... who doesn't hate their job so much. Herrick turns to Lockstead and is looking a foot to the left of where his face should be. Is I everything all right? Affected by something in this building. But Are you getting high? I, I no. think he is. Um, uh, I'm Captain. in complete control of my faculties. Eric is gripped by the sensation that he is perhaps one with the floor. <laughs> Curious. Oh, God. Ram. Right, there'll be, there'll be time to get on? high later, I think. Uh, we, we found them. They're, they're in a, like, just a simple wooden cage, apparently. We have to disguise them uh, and well, I, move them from the building. That is Okay, we need to get Herrick out of here. Yeah, I, I, I would like to Did try and contact the ship. Well, hold on, I'd, I'd like to try and contact the ship to see if they can uh, transport us out of here. Not in the building. We have to move him outside. Does All Commander right. Herrick not want us to transport from within the building? We are going to need to move outside of the building and then transport quickly. Go ahead and throw it. those robes on the Klingon and sure. uh, um, escort him out. Are, 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 am I affected? Is the captain affected by no, the same you thing? Two are fine. We're, we're fine. Okay, so I, I'll probably, uh, if, if there's you know a little pile of, of robes or whatever, I'll probably gather them up and uh, and I guess go to open the cage. Sure. Yeah, it's a very regular door. He just swings right open. Uh, inside is a, a Klingon lying uh, on his back on the floor. 
Um, you see some spittle running out of uh, mouth, and uh, if you look at the Klingon's eyes, which are open, you notice that the pupils are very dilated. Oh, uh, Captain, he is under some type of sus- uh, substance. I, I we're we're gonna have to uh, uh, Ram. I'm gonna we're gonna need you to carry him, uh, or at least try and make it look like he's walking. Uh, which I think you have practice with. So yes, grab him by uh, his yes. hips and then just kind of shuffle him along. Right. Um, so I'm going I, to. I guess I'm going to try and. I think I'm going to try and disrobe him as much as I can before putting the other stuff on. Uh, if he's a demon and the robes are left, maybe they'll think he magically disappeared. So I'm going to try and disrobe him. Um, and move him around until I get the other stuff on him. The Klingon is not available. He is out cold. Although his eyes okay. are open, he responds to no external stimuli, and you have zero problem undressing him. Do you look through any of his pockets or anything? <laughs> no, I wouldn't. No, I, I think I would. Change. No, I definitely would just be trying to get everything off and then back on as fast as possible. Okay. Well, does anyone else look through the pockets? There's those of you who aren't. Not unless I saw something like. Well, you see the um, uh, you see the uh, that underneath the the ornate uh or the 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 white robes that the Klingon was wearing earlier, uh, that he had the Klingon defense force uh, uniform on, and uh, you know you know that they're you know there to be. Uh, you know, pockets and places to keep, you know, important items. Kind of like Starfleet. Keys to the ship? Yeah, maybe. Mm. Keys to the yeah. ship. Okay. As uh, one threat is added to the board. Oh, no. <laughs> okay. Um, Quickly. So, I don't think I would. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't be thinking about that. I, w- I would just be trying to get him clothed. Sure. So. There are probably so pieces of technology okay. within the fabrics and yeah. Did did he have his uh, KDF uniform on under those robes? Mm-hmm. Is that what you just said? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, then leave him in his uniform, you dummies, and just put the new robes on top of him. Yeah, no, I'm not taking his clothes. I was just taking the white robes off. Oh, oh uh, okay. Sure. Yeah, sure sorry. That naked. Sorry. Yeah, no, I was. <laughs> yeah. This isn't a Scoss booth. Yeah, yeah, no, I, 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 Jesus, I've, sm- I've smelled him. I'm done. So, uh, but that finished. wasn't with that wasn't with consent. I'm gonna get in trouble. Uh, no, I'm just gonna put the the Did you just the, make a the, smell pun. Yeah, the ro- <laughs> I'm just gonna put uh, the robes on him, and uh, and then yeah. Okay. Um, so whatever's on his person should still be on his person. Sure. Uh, or his Klingon, I guess. Okay. Um. You can hear uh, rustling outside of the of the uh, building. Uh, I think we need to go. Um, uh, Ram, can you can you help me? I, uh, I'll help best I can. I'm still helping Heather here. Um, oh, um, Ram, if yeah. you uh, if you do decide to pick up the Klingon, it would be no problem for you. The strength wise, it would be. Quite easy, in fact. You could lift four or five Klingons. I'll I'll, I'll switch. I'll I'll help Herrick. Um, I can then, do both. 
Uh, oh, okay, that's fine too. Um, right. Oh, well, I mean, if you feel better about it, if you, you know, if I let you carry one as well, if, if that makes you feel better. I no, think. no, I just don't want your hands to be completely, uh, right. That's, it's fine. It's fine. Uh, the rustling grows ne nearer. Uh, Lieutenant Ram, you're going to pick up the Klingon then? Okay, I want to check. Uh, I want to just like one wanna... on each shoulder. <laughs> oh God! I'm gonna, I'm gonna give you a roll here. It'll be a, um, a control, and uh, uh, I'll say control and command roll. Uh, just as close to like a constitution, or uh, maybe a fitness and command roll for you, uh, Lieutenant Ram. Uh, with a complication okay. of uh, of two, since uh, you're trying to juggle this bottle that you have in your hand as well. Hmm. Yeah, I should have dropped that beforehand. Go ahead and make that roll. <laughs> Ooh, partial success. Okay. Well, as you uh, as you uh, walk past uh, Lieutenant Commander Belmont to get to the Klingon, um. You don't notice it, but um, the viscosity of the liquid inside of this bottle isn't something that you're used to. It's a little bit thinner than you expected, and some of it splashes out uh, onto Lieutenant Commander Belmont's skin. Um, and you uh -oh. successfully pick up the Klingon bottle in hand, Klingon with one of its arms around you on the other hand. You know, you've got the bottle in between, so it kind of looks like maybe the Klingon was just drinking a lot. Um... Oh, uh, Herrick, you're muted. How'd the bottle get back open? Uh, it was open from when you flicked it. No, he, no, he didn't, like, pitch the cork. He recorked it and gave it back. Oh, um, well, then Lieutenant Ram, the cork fell out. I, yeah, I assumed <laughs> the cork wasn't back in. I thought we took you it out. You busted it over Belmont's head. The liquid's still on him. <laughs> I imagine it. I, uh, no, what I'm thinking is, is Herrick is is floundering around trying to figure out why his arms keep going so long. And, and at some point he just no. knocks the lightly corked bottle. The cork just He's... flicks out. Lieutenant uh, or Commander Herrick only thought that he corked it. But really he was corking his fist, his closed fist. <laughs> Done. Put, Let's go. He gently put it into it. Ram's ear. <laughs> Give it a little kiss. <laughs> All right, you. Uh, Lieutenant Commander Belmont, your eyes begin to dilate, and um, your face <laughs> begins to feel a little flushed. Uh, As the rustling draws nearer, oh it's hot. It's hot in here. Get naked. I have an idea. Everyone, look at me, Ram. You are going to need to escort them out. I have an idea. I'm, going, I, I, I'm going to scarce everyone. Do you want to <laughs> rendezvous outside, or should I just keep going until we get to the woods? Rendezvous out on the beach where we first landed. I'll be right there. And Got I'm it. going to quickly make my way to the exit. Uh, to where the rustling is. Okay, yeah, you walk out. Uh, outside. It's uh, beginning to get dark outside. You notice it's um, significantly darker than uh, than before. 
the festival is still going on in full force, however. And uh, outside, um, you spot Amaria back to uh, find, looking for Lieutenant Commander Belmont. But uh, instead, she finds you. Oh. Hello. Oh, hey. Hi, I'm sorry. I, this is the wrong building. I was looking for the, I was looking for the ale. Oh. Well, uh, I just gave my last bottle away, but you can come with me if you'd like. Yes, that'd be splendid. Yes, of course, of course. Wonderful. She grabs your arm and leads you off back towards the festival. I take a take a look back just to make sure that the rest of the crew is actually leaving and like rendezvousing. Yeah, Ram is heading towards the beach. How high am I? Not too high. I... You only had a little splash of it on you, but okay. it's enough to um it's enough so to to definitely sort of get this impression that you are in fact a part of everything around you. That everything sort of makes sense to you now. That the world is really just a part, like an extension of you. Wow. Okay. So I'd probably, on the way back, be saying something to that. Do you guys ever realize that when you're on the ground, you're like, you are the ground. You're the (laughs) ground. If you lay on the ground, then you're really the ground. But then only the bottom of your feet are on the ground. You guys know what I mean? I could see Herrick just like nodding his head. Yeah. (laughs) Sister Mary Elephant, man. Do I need to carry you as well? Yeah, well, no, like the water's the ground too. And how weird is that? The water's the ground. (laughs) Under the water. Who who wants Waffle House? There's ground under the water. It's like ground on ground. And just. Right. It's connected and it's actually touching. You get it? Oh. Yes, I, I I get it. V- very good, very good. L- let's make it to the beach now. You know, it's, it's the, very the important. The beach is ground. It's, we, you can pick it up we, and it goes through your fingers. Herrick's we just walking keep on talking when we get now. there. I'm walking faster to get to the the ground that I can pick up. That's so easy to pick up. <laughs> Start eating it. Uh, <laughs> we go back to uh, the captain and uh, Maria. We're still halfway towards the uh, the festival. You're really interested in that uh, demon, aren't you? No, I. I uh, God, it's it's just been so long since I've, uh, you know, been to one of these festivals. I wouldn't want anything to ruin it. I saw one of your island friends over there too. Yeah, which one? <laughs> the one with the ridges. <laughs> oh, he's a uh, he's a little, you know, different. But I, he's he's wonderful. Yeah, I'm glad they didn't incinerate him. As am I, as am I. I'm very glad they didn't incinerate him. <laughs> They'll incinerate the demon soon. Would you want to get a seat next to the holy incinerator with me? Yes, I would. I would love that. I yes. There are a lot of people coming of age today too, so it'll be a long ceremony. Well, I, I best uh, grab some ale while I can then. 
you know, one of my friends works in the fields out there. She kind of gestures over to the west. She um, said she saw the shimmering light that brought the demon. She did? Yeah. <laughs> crazy, right? <laughs> Very crazy. You wouldn't mind if I uh, went to go ask her about it. I'd... Well, there's not much to tell. She was just working and saw the shimmering light. And then in the fields where she was working, the demon just appeared. It was speaking in tongues and um, she said it was horrible. I can only oh, I imagine. Can as I know, it's crazy. Gross. Where, where exactly? In the fields. Did uh, where, where are the fields? That way, to the west. Really? Huh. That's where we grow all the food. Interesting. Okay. Well, it's nothing for us to worry about now. We should remove our minds from it. Just enjoy the rest of the festival. Yeah. Would you like some ale? I would love some. Uh, could could you go and uh, uh, grab me some? Of course. I'll go grab two blooms. She bounces away. Lockstead's going to book it. Oh. <laughs> I ditched her. Uh, I know that was, that was mean. I feel bad. What an asshole. I feel bad. <laughs> <laughs> First contact, what a wuss. <laughs> All right, so Lockstead books it to where? Books it back to the beach to rendezvous with everyone. Okay, the beach is pretty far, so they haven't made it there yet at all. They're still uh, just making their way out of the out of the uh, out of the uh, the authority office. All right, so. Will I be able to run into them? Yeah, yeah, you'd, uh, you'd, you'd see Sweet. them pretty easily. They kind of stick out. Okay, uh, not gonna lie, I feel like a dick, but I've ascertained some information. Uh, to the west is actually where the uh, Klingon landed. Uh, over in the fields, we might be able to find uh, the ship. We uh, head that way, we might uh, get lucky, and we might be able to take it back up to the Lovelace. Yeah, we should no go trace. touch it. Hair yeah. pointedly looks what? at Captain Lockstead and goes, "What? <laughs> We're having a few issues here." No, you have I to understand. Tell. Like I'm becoming the planet, and if if the ship's on the planet, then I'm the ship. Lockstead's going to take a long look at Belmont. <laughs> you want to el- elaborate? No, it's simple. <laughs> That's all. I okay. Oh, all right. I've had to stop him eating sand many a time. Well, oh, boy. He it's, kept eating so quickly. You can, you know, if you, you have to, it's like, it's like, I don't know, it's like an onion, right? If it's in you and you're on it, then it's like layers. We'll, we'll I really need to know what he's on. Safety. The, so yeah, yeah, very right. much sand. The party what? is, it does stick out quite a lot. In the outskirts of the party, with a, with a an unconscious Klingon draped around a a, a child mask wearing 
uh, <laughs> an organic life form. Someone call for a beam, please. <laughs> oh. All right. Let's let's get out of here. Yeah. All right. Let's go. This Lieutenant way. Commander, put the rock down. <laughs> uh, okay. I'll get a different rock. But this don't. is good. This is a good rock. I can find another stop, rock. Stop it's fine. touching the rocks. Don't we need to go. It. Okay. We can't take it with us. We don't know how contaminated it is. Don't it's eat fine. it. I have enough. Let's go. Let's go. Eaten enough. What do you Captain. mean you have enough? I'm definitely put a bunch of rocks in my pockets. <laughs> His <laughs> robes are visibly <laughs> sagged with rocks. <laughs> I'm just gonna like shuffle everyone towards the beach. Towards the beach or towards the fields? Oh yeah. Uh, well, actually, well, we actually so to... where where is the beach from the uh, from the fields? Are we it's, able to like kind of like too far? Uh, it would it would almost be along the way though. Kate. Captain. What, what what was that, Herrick? We need to extricate the Klingon, Captain. Agreed. Let's. Head to the beach. Belmont is eating something again. Oh I'm not. God. I'm not. There's nothing in my mouth. There's uh, see. There's nothing there. It's, uh, it's there. It's not there. No, it's not under my tongue. I swallowed it. It's not there. Nothing in my mouth. Commander Herrick realizes that it was actually under his tongue all along. <laughs> Commander Herrick becomes aware he has a tongue. <laughs> <laughs> this is unpleasant. <laughs> Commander Look, Herrick I'm... realizes he is, in fact, a tongue <laughs> of Commander sorts. Herrick realizes he's a Vulcan. <laughs> <laughs> you ever get so high you forget what you were and then remember? <laughs> you're, you're the planet's tongue. All you right. get that, right? So we're all going to the... Uh, sorry, so the, the town is one mile east of the... Uh, uh, sorry, one mile west of the eastern coast of the beach. But the uh, the the fields are west of the town, so the town is in between the beach and the, uh, oh. the fields. So oh, okay. we can go whichever you direction know, you want. Yeah. So I'm should we go get this, the ship? Uh, thanks to Lockstead, there's two broken hearts at the uh, festival today, oh. and one unemployed man. <laughs> oh, true. <laughs> well, to be fair, to be fair, he hated his job. So maybe it was the push in the right direction. <laughs> you showed yeah, you up and got someone fired. You just changed you somebody's. A lot of people hate that job, but they still need that job. <laughs> you traveled on an intergalactic spaceship and got a man fired. No, he's gonna like get into like uh, origami or whatever this culture's yeah. version of it is with paper. He it's traveled fine. from a different solar system. He's an artist. Art. He's gonna you know, realize his true writers. passion. He'll be like, I never wanted to be a guard. <laughs> uh, yeah, actually, so so that is a good question, though. Are we going to the beach to, like, beam away, or are we going to the ship to fly away? That's a good... Um... Mm. Actually, you know what? <laughs> Captain, I want to touch the ship. We're going to we the need... ship. Fine, it's final. We're going to the ship. Oh. <sighs> this is not... Let's go. And then midway through his sentence, Eric just starts staring at the ground again. All right, well, uh, we're on the way to the ship then. Um, let's see here. Are they far enough away that they don't see the the town anymore? Are they like... <laughs> um, the town is growing uh, 
it's growing smaller in the distance. The lights so, like, and noises could, of the town are fading. Could Herrick beep his communicator? Um, you could, yeah, absolutely. All right, Herrick will... Uh, let's see. Loveless. Commander Herrick. No, that is me. Yes, Commander Herrick. I am Commander Herrick. Is this an attempted at humor, sir? <laughs> if it was your attempt at humor, it was a feeble effort. I wouldn't address yourself with my name or rank again. Uh, acknowledged, sir. Where are we? Uh, triangulating your position now. Um, it looks as though you're, uh, about half a kilometer away from the town. Can you look for energy signatures that would match a Klingon vessel near um, our location? We've been searching, but um, we haven't found any signatures of a Klingon vessel. Herrick is talking, addressing a tree, by the way, while all this is going on. It's possible the vessel is cloaked, um, but we can't find any Klingon vessel at the present moment, sir. Captain. Yes? They don't know where it is. Oh, okay. We can't leave it here. The fields are within viewing distance of you. You can start to see uh, agricultural fields in front of you. The light is, is dimming. It's becoming dusk. If they can't find it, then we're going to need to find it. It is imperative that we leave on that ship. We cannot leave it behind. Uh, did they, did they mention, well, okay. Captain. It's hard when you're high. Yes? We should talk to them from Loveless, the Klingons. Uh, Commander Herrick? Are you still there? You are not Commander Herrick. I understand that, sir. Let's see if they're okay. okay? At that moment, uh, the captain's com badge goes off. Yes, come uh, in. This is Ensign Gregory. Um, I've, I've got a very worried security personnel here <laughs> who is under the impression that maybe Commander Herrick is not, is not well. Is he with you? Herrick is currently tripping balls. Don't worry about it. <laughs> it's an that's going on saying, an official report somewhere. <laughs> it's, it's an old earth saying. You can say it. We can do that. Oh my god. I haven't. No, no, we can't. Anywhere. I'm gonna go replicate some stuff. No. I'm very happy. No. Strawberries. Hold on. Bring it up. I can't hear you. Bye. No. <laughs> It's fine. It's fine. Captain, Captain, listen, listen, Captain, 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 listen. 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 No, listen. No, no, it's okay. So, 
if, while he's eating bugs. It, okay, no, but listen, like if the ship is cloaked, but it's on the ground, then there'll be feet on the ground. You understand? You know, like it's because it's big. So it's going to have, like, feet in the ground. So maybe if we can find the... Feet? I don't know what this is. If it's, like, bent down, then there's the ship. Impressions. That's exactly what we're going to be looking for. We need to leave on the ship. I'm just watching Herrick right now. We can see it. Then there's... No further discussion. Let's make our way to the fields and stop eating rocks. It's, but they just fall apart in your mouth. (laughs) No, they don't. It's called sedimentary rocks. We're going to have to have someone look at your teeth after this. Okay. (laughs) Do you want me to just carry him as well? Yes, please. All right, I'll be good. I'm definitely reaching to my pockets for the rocks I stowed away. Could Herrick attempt to uh, center himself and ward off the effects of whatever's going on with um, him? Yeah, I think so. Um, sure. I'll let you even use a focus for it, but the complication will be two. Task roll of two. And it'll be a... Um, <clears throat> we'll say a... Uh, I'll make it an insight and... Uh, or a fitness and medicine roll. Focus used. Well, let's see. Okay, that's a good success. Um, do you want to describe the process? While Commander, uh, Lieutenant Commander Belmont and Captain Lockstead are trying to pull rocks out of Lieutenant Commander Belmont's mouth like a dog that's gotten in the trash... Uh, Herrick just sits down and steadies his back. <laughs> Delmont's having a hard time down there. Uh, sets his back against the trunk of a tree and just sort of, you know, takes a deep breath in and just slowly exhales and just does that for a minute or two before he opens his eyes and feels very much more like himself again. Sure. You still feel the effects, but they're more observational than effectual. Um, so, uh, the party has made its way to, uh, to these fields, and um, you are in the middle of these fields when you uh, when you make a... <laughs> A uh, insight and engineering role with a complication of two. I'll have this done first for uh, Lieutenant Ram, who is probably the most adept right now at seeing things, since you can see in the dark. Um, your complication will be one, true. actually. Your complication is just one. And that was... Uh, insight and... Insight uh, and con? Uh, engineering. Engineering. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's a partial success. As you're um, as you're moving, you, you know you've got the Klingon over here slung over your arm, and um, you're walking towards you know down this road. You look and you notice that um, some of the trees 
appear to be uh, they appear to be growing straight, but halfway up the tree, you notice that there's like a slight uh, distortion in the tree line, and then it continues growing straight past it. But it only happens for an instant before uh, everything looks normal again. And it's uh, sort of in the direction of this one great uh, field of just soil uh, and some tall grass behind it. Right. Yes. Uh, did anyone else see that? The tree line? Uh, no. See what? Uh, just a little bit of a shimmer? Uh, something didn't seem right there. That could be it. Let's, uh, well, what direction was it? Let's head that way. Uh, over in that way. All right. Well, let's let's get on going, and I'll I'll just kind of like put my hands out in front. So <laughs> just kind of like be looking able around. To get uh, Lieutenant Commander Belmont's uh, tricorder from him, or is he holding on to that thing like a crackhead taking apart a radio? It's up to you. I can tell you, I ha- have no interest in that tricorder at all. I've already eaten it. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 I'm, I've been rambling the whole time, so I don't even... I've taken it like, apart. I, I've done that thing where I've got to that, it's like, well, but if a ship's in space, and sp- like a ship in the water, so space is water! You know, like I'm just, and I'm not looking for any response from anybody. Oh, I'm just boy. going down that line, so no. Boy, chat, do you want Herrick to try to mind meld Belmont to turn him back to normal? <laughs> Oh, that's going to have a very high complication for an inebriated Vulcan. I'd love to see that go wrong. <laughs> I've deleted Oh, Belmont. no. <laughs> so the party's making uh, its way towards the tree line. Yeah. Am I, am I being carried or am I walking? Because I wasn't... I think you're walking under your own power. Okay, right. So... Slowly. Um, I, I think... At the point that Ram mentioned that the ship was in a direction, I'm sprinting with my hands out. Because <laughs> I don't want to touch it. So I'm just okay. as fast as I can go. All right. You're uh, booking it towards this wide open dirt field with the tall grass and the tree line in the distance. Um, as, you, uh, as you do this, uh, you... Lieutenant Commander Belmont are thoroughly unaware of the large indentations in the ground, um, much larger than uh, than uh, any sort of natural tilling would probably want to produce. Um, about the size of a of a of a school bus, but only about as deep as about a foot into the soil. Um, there are two of them, uh, spaced a good um, city. Um, half a city block apart. And, um, you manage to run right underneath the, uh, cloaked Klingon bird of prey towards the tall grass. Wait, so do I run between the feet? You run between the feet. (laughs) Okay, so, yeah, then the whole time I'm like, where is it? Where is it? And I'm just gonna keep running. Until I get to the tree line, I'm assuming. Yeah. And then once once there, I'm going to go, nope, and then turn around and come back. Probably in the same 
path. Like, there's no logic to my running. I just 180 and then run right back towards the group walking. Lieutenant Ram and Commander Herrick, Captain Lux, that are all pretty close to you at this point, and, and you all three notice these big indentations. Well, we found it. What? We, we found it. It's right here. You've been... Come here. Stop running around. It's, it's right here. <gasps> and then I'm definitely going to... Oh, it is the ground. And I'm going to, like, put one hand on the ground and one on the, uh, the invisible and just sit there for a minute. Close my eyes. And that's where I'm going to be for a bit. Oh, my goodness. Um, okay. Yeah, what's our next course of action, Captain? We don't know where the key is, do we? We, we haven't checked... Well, you have, pockets, a, have, you have we? a chief engineer with you who might be able to get in. <laughs> oh, no. Hey, you don't know how apt I am right now. So, um, Belmont? Mm. Like, gesture towards the, the bird of prey? Yes, it is here. What? Could you, could you help us get in? Inside? Yes. 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 I've read up. I've read up. There are there are panels. I've read up. Um there's also there usually there's a clicky device. There's a button. There's a button, it'll open it. Usually there's a button. It might be the the Klingon's button. Might maybe. But there are panels and I'm gonna start like feeling around the feet. Nice. So um you're uh, looking for the access panel. Give me a roll if you can. It'll be a, uh, it'll be a insight and engineering roll with a complication of three and a task roll of two. But I'll let you use a focus. Oh God! Do I have anything that I can use for that? How do you wait? How do you use focuses? Uh, it's one of your, um, it's one of your, uh, like your listed focuses, experimental technology and. All that. Yeah, I don't know if I... Like ship I, oh, systems, holodex, oh, yeah, I've got experiment. Yeah, shipboard tactical systems, escape and avoidance, alien. Yeah. Uh, it's reasonable that you would know where access yeah, panels on a Klingon bird right, of prey. Is there anything that I can... Klingon bird of prey have been around by, at this point for like a hundred years. It's pretty standard it, textbook Starfleet knowledge to know kind of like where the important stuff is on them. Okay. On but on the on the page itself, is there something that I would click for the focus itself to? Oh yeah, where it's a it, dice roller. There's focus use. There's a no and yes. Oh yeah. Thank yeah, you. Yeah. Okay, so here we go. Oh, oh wow, shit. that's a fantastic success. <laughs> wow. All right. Well, uh, expertly, uh, Lieutenant Commander Belmont uh, has already opened the panel, and through this drug-induced haze, has perfected the art of opening doors via access panels to such a degree that the drugs don't even affect him anymore. In fact, it might even make him feel more at one with the electronics inside. I, I am these wires. I am the ship. <laughs> I'm becoming one. At that moment, uh, you hear a disruptor click and charge, and uh, we're going to reduce one threat from the... Uh, from the board from two down to one as uh, <clears throat> a uh, figure steps out from the tall grass um, where is it here we go 
Where are you going? Says this figure. Uh, you look in the direction and uh, you recognize the uh, the town authority, uh, head, of, head of the town, Razk, with a uh, Romulan disruptor pistol. Oh. Charged and aimed at uh, the party. Oh. oh. Hello. We're going. Who are you? Who do you work for? You notice that the uh, the figure has uh, what looks like a gun just aim uh, in the in the other hand aimed upwards. Oh. Um. I, look, this is. We were just about to leave. There's no need for this. What are you doing with the Klingon? Taking it, uh, taking the Klingon away. <laughs> Who are you? Are you Starfleet? The figure in, walks a little closer, but carefully. We are Starfleet. We are making our way off this planet right now. <laughs> no, you're not. If I pull this trigger and the man motions the gun that's pointed up, it shoots off one of their rudimentary flares. That whole crowd will be here. They'll put you in the incinerator. <laughs> what do you want? Well... I want anything you brought with you. Starfleet Federation technology. Whatever you have, I want it. And you'll become my captives. Who are you? <laughs> Typical Starfleet. So behind. Three steps behind. <laughs> I'm Kavat. I was sent here from... It's You know what? It doesn't matter. Just hands above your head, okay? Uh, can he see me? Messing no. with the panel? No, he hasn't no? noticed you. In fact, um, if one of you want to um, uh, do like a check, like a... Um, to uh, examine it, the examine it, examine the Romulan, you're more than welcome to. Uh, ooh, yeah, see, sure. it... Yeah, Commander okay. Herrick. All right, that'll be a, a insight and security roll with a uh, complication of two, task roll of two. Can I use my composure focus? Um, yeah. Okay. Insight, security. Oh, wow. Okay, that's great. I've, I've inspected the hell out of him. <laughs> it's a full success. So not only do you notice that um, that uh, this figure is um, looks like Rosk, but uh, is wearing different clothes and moves a little differently, um, 
but you also are aware that the ridges on the forehead are a little bit askew, like not quite, uh, like they were done in a hurry. And uh, this figure is not exactly steady. And uh, if you were close enough to see his eyes, you may suspect that they would be dilated. This is not the head man from the village, Captain. I see. I have a plan, but it will be very risky. He wants us to hand over our valuables, yes? Or our technology. Yeah, and to, and to submit yes. to be the prisoners. become prisoners. Uh, okay. Comply, comply for now. I can't hear How? this, I imagine. No, okay. you're busy working on the ship. You're you're tweaking right now. Just do what you're doing. Well, I, I do have a question. You're Am I aware of what... I mean, I can hear him talking, right? Like, um, or, yeah. Or, 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 I'm completely unaware of the situation. Cause yeah. I, yeah, I'm, I'm, I, would, I would say that you're aware that maybe they're talking to somebody, but you don't understand the implications of it. You're busy working on the ship. Okay. So... I'm, uh, forgive the expression, spitballing here. Would Ram have the pressurization to spit that algae directly onto that's, his face? That's oh what I was thinking. Not only God. would Ram have the ability <laughs> to do it, but given the computerized uh, pneumatic frills would unfurl. <laughs> processors, <laughs> given Lieutenant Ram's unique physiology, it would not only be possible, <laughs> but it would be awesome. Take the shot, Ram. <laughs> Okay, so, yeah. What's up, Captain? What's your idea? <laughs> Just stop right there and then ram. Are you talking amongst each other? Just let me grab my crew's things. We killed and replaced the head of this town. We can do the same to you. I understand. I You're understand. going to replace our town? Not our... Hands above your heads! Do you want our things? Yes. Well, then we have to get them. Ram, do you want to take that shot? Ram would slowly start to put his hands above his head and then... <laughs> yeah? <laughs> Pocket sand! I don't even need a roll from you because it's that awesome. Uh, <laughs> you hit the Romulan spy directly in the face. Like something out of Jurassic Park. <laughs> The Romulan is so disoriented from this that uh, he just falls over back and on his back. Um, and uh, and he's just motionless down there. <laughs> Herrick is going to scurry over uh, and remove and yank the disruptor from him. Okay. It's yours. You haven't, and you know how also, <laughs> and also kick away the flare gun. Sure. At this time, the uh, the door <laughs> to the uh, Klingon vessel uh, uh, hisses open. Um, kind of a loud uh, hiss. And uh, I did it! I did it! You did, Captain! I did it! I did it! I did it! And I'm gonna run! I did it! I did it! And I'm gonna run right up the ramp or whatever into. I did it! I did it! I did it! As you're running up the ramp, you you uh you trip over a dead Klingon. 
And I while did this! While you're on the ground oh. and you're looking around, you notice that the floor is covered in dead Klingons. Oh my god. In fact, it smells terrible in this ship. Oh. Belmont wakes up naked next to a half-eaten deer. Oh, oh no. Captain! I did Captain! it again! Captain, they're dead! Oh my god. Let's just get onto the ship. Grab the Romulan spy. Let's just get out of here. I, I agree. Will take a moment. Well, is he dead? Is who dead? The Romulan. Um, probably not dead yet. Probably will die. If that stuff just keeps sitting on him. Yeah. All right. Herrick will take the man's own robes and just try to brush as much of it off of him as he can before are there like any sashes on the man um like see if like a belt or anything yeah there's a little closure belt closure all right well he'll use that to bind his hands as best as as he can and then you know ram i will need your assistance moving this man oh sure thing that's nothing Okay. And lifts the man. So, um, the party goes into the ship? Oh, I'm in there. Yeah. I'm I'm probably priming the engines without any prodding. I'm just trying to get it up and running as soon as possible. I'm so excited. We can put some of the planet into the space! And so I'm just <laughs> trying to turn everything on. Ram would probably be the best suited to fly this yeah, ship. probably would. Mm. Um, in fact, during simulations... Lieutenant Ram, you've flown many uh, birds of prey uh, in a simulated environment. You feel like this is kind of child's play. You know where everything is on the ship. It's all in Klingon, but, uh, you know, you could do it easily. As uh, as everybody's, like, on the ship, though, uh, Captain Lockstead is uh, walking up towards the, um, towards the, uh, the, like, the entry, like, the entry port to the ship, right? When, uh, yep. from out of the tall grass. Oh, god damn it. Oh, no. <laughs> Mario finds her way. Oh, I was just hoping as, it'd be the guard. Just as, <laughs> just as, uh, just as Captain Lockstead is getting aboard the, uh, the ship. And right behind her is the guard. <laughs> they're holding hands. One if by land, two if by me. And they're, they're looking at you. With uh, these broad smiles on their faces. Are you going to destroy the demons in hell? (laughs) (laughs) The Doom soundtrack kicks in. (laughs) (laughs) The sexy alternate ending to (laughs) E.T. This is such a sacrifice. A single tear falls down my cheek and I just nod yes Herrick is thoroughly over this the 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 guard the ex-guard puts a puts a hand on your shoulder just kind of gives you a little head nod we're gonna miss you smell you later (laughs) (laughs) anyway back to the scoff festival pick it up pick it up pick it up you're so brave and they both kind of like reach in for an embrace. I just, I just 
I'll embrace them back. <laughs> Belmont fires the main disruptor by accident and destroys the town. <laughs> Lieutenant Ram <laughs> Lieutenant Ram manages to uh uh turn the ship on and there's a large a loud like low kind of honk noise. <laughs> oh no, geese. <laughs> As the ship's engines were to life. Farewell. Goodbye. Smell you later. <laughs> All right. So the party boards the ship. The Klingon bird of prey. Herrick violently pressing the door close button just to... And, uh, what are your orders, Captain? As I wipe the single tear that <laughs> fell <laughs> fell down my eye, let's go back to the ship. I'll, uh, con I'll actually get in touch with Lovelace. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye, you group of life-ruining idiots. This is Captain Lockstander Lovelace. You read me? We read you loud and clear, Captain. We're returning now aboard a, uh, a Klingon ship. Is everything all right, Captain? Yes. Everything is fine. Well, we'll, you may we'll be there the shortly. Make sure. You may want to. Yes. I was just about to say, we have casualties aboard the ship, make sure. Casualties? Said, yes. We'll prepare medbay right away, and we'll prep the docking ports too. Uh, we'll get on it. Prepare some tissues and some tea as well for the captain. Yes, some tissues and tea. I swear to God, if Gregory is replicating oh. drugs, I'm going to... Gregory's I'm already making tea, but the tea smells kind of funny. I don't know if you don't should drink, drink the it. Tea. It's spiked. He's using mushrooms. Okay, well, <laughs> we'll see you shortly, Captain. Bye. Uh, Herrick's gonna hit his comm badge. Commander Herrick. Security. Yes, Commander Herrick. I will need a brig cell prepared and a member of the medical staff on hand. We have one prisoner. Aye. Uh, anything else? That will be all. Acknowledged. Captain. Oh, go ahead. I suggest once we return to orbit with the Loveless, we contact Starfleet Command immediately and speak to the Klingon ambassador. That's right. I've, I almost forgot. Yes, we will. We will do that as well. Have you ever been in love, Eric? No, Captain. As and I do not believe you are either. It's a beautiful thing. As the uh, as the crew flies away in the ship, full of dead Klingons, <laughs> in the cloaked the, the cloaked Klingon, a bird of bird of prey with all the dead Klingons inside, you fly over the town and see a large. A large building with black smoke pouring out of it and a long line of elderly people. People with, uh, who've been injured in some 
in some way. <laughs> walking oh cheerfully into the going large to building. <laughs> it's like the tr- the sneeches. Oh, I wish I was one of them. Oh my god. That's I beautiful. you almost were Lieutenant Commander. As the glow of the holy incinerator fades into the distance, the stars become more apparent. The sun, the red, beautiful sun, Einar Prime, uh, grows bigger in the, in the distance, and you manage to uh, dock safely with the ship, with, uh, with the Loveless. It's uh, half an hour since you've boarded the vessel. Um, you've all been examined at Med Bay. Any kinds of uh, effects have been worn off through hyposprays or just through time. Um, Face is corrected. Lieutenant Commander tons. Belmont came close to death. Uh, he was going to die from a deadly neurotoxin. And uh, now you're fine. Um, I've got a lot so, of rocks in my stomach. Everyone is uh, is back <laughs> aboard the Loveless on the bridge. Yep, everybody's back on the bridge. Mm-hmm. Everybody's back on the bridge. Well, Captain, it's an inter- uh, interesting culture that they have there. Yeah, I could have gone without seeing the incineration process. Kind of killed it at the end. I, yeah, I mean, on reflection, that, that does seem a little archaic to just kill their elderly, but it's their society, so... So, well... Not a place to say, really. Yes. Well, we've done our job. We successfully rescued the Klingon, uh, the ship, and we've captured a spy. I'd say, all in all, it was a successful mission. I just wish... I just, I just wish Gregory would listen to me for once and if not replicated all those drugs because I think I had some of that tea and I feel very weird. Oh. You want me to contact uh, medical? No, I'm just going to let this ride out for a bit. See how we do. Aye, Captain. Incoming message from MedBay. Patch it through. Captain. About the Klingon. It couldn't be helped. The mole on the Klingon's back is still in place, Captain. What? Below its third shoulder blade. I see. It is well. Resting. Should be fine. Very good. Um. Is, is everything else good? Is everything else good? We've detected a Romulan life form aboard the vessel, Captain. Shall I deploy security forces? Please. Yes, destroy immediately. No, 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 At computer? Yes. Hello, Ram. Cancel the captain's last order. But I want to destroy it. I know you do, but it is not appropriate at this time. <sighs> Maybe Sending next time. Sending down automated security defense forces. 
Thank you, computer. You're welcome, Ram. <laughs> I was close. Herrick makes a quiet note that Ram should not have more authority over the computer than the captain does, but <laughs> decides to let it slide this time. Captain, you may want to go lie down for a little bit, maybe. Maybe check in with Medbay to make sure everything's all right. I am lying down. <laughs> He's just laying on the floor of the bridge. I'm not. Right. <laughs> How about you go to Medbay, maybe take a little nap, and you can dream of, um, what was it called, um, Scars? Scarsing? Yes. Before I do that, Herrick... Captain. It's, Im it's imperative that you find out who else has had this tea. Make sure Gregory doesn't... That's really cool. Make sure Gregory doesn't replicate any more of it. Herrick's going to tap his comm badge. Computer. Commander. Commander Herrick. Testing out some new vocal processes. <laughs> Are you okay? <laughs> it's to help me blend. That was an interesting effect. It sounded like you were far away. Better to gain the, the, the surprise from my opponents. <laughs> to make them think I'm farther away than I really am. Did Gregory spill tea on the computer? <laughs> uh, computer, restrict... Uh, replicator pri privileges for Ensign Gregory. Restricting all replicator privileges for Ensign Gregory. Complete. Thank you, computer. You're welcome. At this point, Herrick doesn't even care. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, well. Is there any? <laughs> is there oh, any? Oh no, the voice is back. Is there any uh, anything you'd like to do uh, before uh, before you continue on your voyage, uh, Captain Longstead, or anybody in the crew? I'm, I think Longstead is. Oh, good. I'm sorry. Uh, he's just dull. <laughs> on the ground? Are you face down on the ground doing that? <laughs> oh. <laughs> he somehow has a pacifier and like rave gloves on. <laughs> um, yeah. So yeah, Belmont. Uh, if I'm not needed, I'm gonna go fix my shower, which is still disassembled. <laughs> Back to the shower. <laughs> have you taken apart any of the parts in the Klingon showers? Maybe improve the Sonic shower. Oh my God! Absolutely. 100%. The Klingon ship is in tow. You have it. Yeah, I'm definitely <laughs> pulling stuff out. <laughs> awesome. Oh, and no. do you want to make a, a final address to the uh, to the crew, Captain? Yes. Okay. I'd like to. <laughs> Is it possible to do it like while I'm on the ground? Yeah, absolutely. Attention, crew. <laughs> How's everybody doing? Help yourself to the tea that Ensign Gregory has made. It's really good. Okay. Bye. <laughs> Ensign Gregory somewhere, somewhere within the bowels of the Loveless has suddenly become the most popular crewman 
aboard the Loveless and owes it all to you, Captain. Oh, no. Things that Terrible are looking making. up for and Gregory. Herrick will make a secondary call to security to confiscate the tea. They can't hear you. They're chairs now. The tea has them. <laughs> chairs. Well, uh, thank you all very much for this episode of uh, Star Trek Adventures Loveless. Um, if you're listening to the show on podcasting apps such as Spotify or Stitcher, know that we record this show live every Tuesday at 3 p.m. Pacific, uh, only on twitch.tv slash fablescraps. Uh, you can catch our VODs on our YouTube channel. We have a Discord community as well, uh, a Twitter where we post going live notifications, and... Um, Live viewers are able to affect the show in meaningful ways through the cunning deployment of, uh, of uh, funds in exchange for threat and momentum. It's been wonderful. Um, we're going to go around and just uh, introduce everybody one more one more time, uh, starting with uh, Fist of the Walrus, Captain Lockstone. Hello, I'm Fist of the Walrus. Uh, I'm a roleplay streamer here on Twitch, and uh, it was a really fun episode. I didn't, I didn't think I would be uh, smelling people and then getting very attached to the people that I smelt, but it was a really fun episode. <laughs> awesome. Lock the Raven. That's me. I had a good time. You can uh, catch me on Twitch and Twitter at Lock the Raven. And also, on Fridays, back here at Fable Scraps. For our other show called Doom Lore, a Warhammer 40k story. I know you needed to have it at least once, so I gave it to you. <laughs> Aaron Black, <laughs> Lieutenant Commander Belmont. Ah, uh, yes. Yes, I'm Aaron Black. Uh, I'm an author. I wrote a cyberpunk detective mystery book. And if you'd like to know more about that, uh, you can find me over uh, on Twitter at Aaron B. Writes. But other than that, this, this episode was uh, glorious from uh, start to finish. Uh, but yet I, I, I have to stress... The details of the story itself were phenomenal. Absolutely <laughs> phenomenal. You, you, you know you should be commended. Thank you. the whole time, it was just a joy. Oh, so, that's really sweet. Now, thank, thank you. you. <laughs> Thanks. Next up is Enovan, Lieutenant Ray. Hello there. I'm Enovan. I'm a streamer here on Twitch.tv. I typically stream roleplay games, VR games, and some variety games sometimes. Awesome. And that you can find my stuff on Twitter and Twitch at Enovan. That's spelled E N E V U N. And also, I have a blanket that I'm very cozy Aww. with. <laughs> oh, quit babying him! <laughs> yeah, he's a sweet <laughs> British boy. Welcome in. My name is Nicotine. Uh, I'm the DM for uh, Star Trek Adventures Loveless. Uh, I also have my own Twitch channel. It's twitch.tv slash Nicotine, where I do a lot of roleplay. And I'm getting into uh, VTuber stuff, which is super fun. So uh, thanks again. We'll be back next week uh, for another episode of Star Trek Adventures Loveless. Have a fantastic night, everyone. And a uh, big thank you Bye. to all of the viewers and subscribers and bit givers and donators and all those lovely people. Bye, everybody. See you later. Bye. <laughs>